Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Proud members of the Podbelly Network. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on. You know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared. No. No, it's just, what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. To Kim and Kat, stay alive. Maybe we we are are we, what a uh, horror horror movie, movie comedy podcast podcast. And Kim is going to tell you the entirety of an entire entire movie today, spoilers and all. And, and I'm going to try. Katrin is going to try to stay alive. Yeah. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> This is, uh, we haven't recorded in, I don't like, know, time, but it feels m- like. Multiple, multiple weeks. Feels like it's been a century, at least. Um, I don't even it, know what to talk about because there's so many huge, giant, massive I mean, things happening that I don't even know what subject to, to go into. Yeah, it's just like such an intricately aflame dumpster fire that our world is right now that like I don't even know what thread to pull that's how I feel that was a a beautiful metaphor yeah it's just like somebody really laid out millions of hundreds of thousands of pieces of garbage in this really complicated intricate prism of a design and then lit it ablaze and said which part do you want to put out Spoiler alert, it's all going to burn forever. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, it's uh, this. I mean, this has been a t- I, 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 this has been a. T- I thought I'd gone through the five stages of mourning. I was incorrect. I have not. I'm feeling all of them right now. <laughs> all at once. Yep. So there's that. Uh, we've really missed you guys, though. I have a lot. A lot. Yeah. And I've really missed your face, Kim. Oh, yours too. I mean, we've we've seen each other in, but the, I, in the screens. But I like I like seeing you in this context where True. one of us is going to tell it, the other one a story. I agree. And it's like, reminds me of a no- normaler time. I agree. I was thinking something that um, <clears throat> I think anyone who listens to this podcast 
knows exactly where the fuck we stand on most things in the world. Yep. Um, just in general. But um, I, I think um, if, if we ever do come out with any like strong statements on like, this is how we feel, period, in case you were wondering, like mm-hmm. there's no fallout for us. No, it's um, incredible. And I've seen it happen with some other people, specifically in the horror community, where people are getting mad at them for like, oh, is this political now and blah, 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 blah and all these things. And like, we receive no fallout. And that is because our listeners are fucking awesome. Awesome. Like, so incredible. It's apps. I, I, especially with what is going on. I, what am I even about to say? I was like, especially what's going on with this. But then I was like, or this, or this, or this, or, this. or any of the, <laughs> All things. the things. Um, but I, what's going on in the horror community right now, which I'm not, I don't think we should go into like specific details of it. You can read about it, but like we, there's as some women like women in the me too things happening just to give you time. Yeah. Right. And Kim and I are so blessed that like, we know that that is a common culture, uh, not just in the horror community, but still everywhere. And we haven't experienced it. So I don't know. And and that's not because we're, uh, that it's not real. It's just we have created this really incredible Sammy army. And I guess you guys are just barricading us from all the trolls. So <laughs> thank you. So yeah, that's actually what I wanted to say was just thank you. Like, thank you for being awesome human beings um, and just decent human beings. And um, yeah, thank open-minded you. Open-minded human beings. Like, yeah. Like, honestly, like those are the people I want to be a Sammy, to be honest. Yeah. So yeah. Um, thank you is what I want to say to our listeners. It is also what I want to say. Ketrin wants to say it. And I am Kim. Thank you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Do we want to talk about... Okay, so should we... (laughs) I really, I don't uh, know where to go, but um, I did want to, I guess, so like we've obviously like turned the mic off a little bit for the past two weeks or so um, to kind of like allow space for like black voices and just education and things like that. And I think that's really important. Um, but I of course like want to share like our experiences too, because that's, um, what we do. And I think it is important to just share, I guess. Um, and we've had pretty different ones. Yeah. Um, so I guess we can both maybe just share some stuff. That sounds great. I love that. There's, um, I would love for you to share some of the stuff you learned like out in the streets at protests. For yeah. This. So like Ketrin's not able to go out because of COVID stuff. Um, I live uh, utterly alone and have been <laughs> utterly isolated for months on end and don't have a job. And uh, I don't know, whatever any other reason is that you might not go, I, I don't have it. So <laughs> I've been going out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, and I've had a lot of different experiences actually protesting and all pretty powerful. Um, the first one I went to um, was uh, run kind of more, I think no more names is like what they're being called. Um, basically, I think it's on Instagram, um, but that's definitely like the hashtag and stuff. Um, and 
so it was just really peaceful and beautiful. Um, and we marched and then stopped at different um, places in LA, um, like the police department and city hall and things like that. And, um, and multiple times stopped and took a knee for eight minutes and 46 seconds, 46 seconds, 36 seconds. Um, 46. And, um, and we're silent. And it's a long fucking time. It's a long fucking time. So that was in itself impactful. Um, it's a really long time. And then to be doing that like within hundreds to thousands of people, it's it was just really impactful. And um then even on the way home from that, I I was waiting for an Uber and like saw that there was like four cop cars down the street somewhere. And I was like, what's going on there? So I like walked over and there were some black men like being pulled over basically. And they had like zip ties around their wrists. So I just stood there and filmed it for 10 minutes. Um, But there was a fuck ton of cops. Um, Thankfully that ended peacefully and everyone went on their way. Um, And then Black Lives Matter went live and was like, hey, what's up? We're at the mayor's house. And I like happened to be like two miles away. And so I was like, yes. Yeah, so Eric Garcetti, <laughs> Kim knows your address, bitch. I fucking do. What is it? I'll share it right now. Um, <laughs> uh, apparently it's like um, I only saw this in a comment somewhere, so I didn't fact check this, but it's kind of like the White House. Like it's not like his house. It's like yeah. the mayor's White House yeah. kind of thing. Like so. Um, and, um, boop, 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 boop. Oh, so I got there like pretty quickly. So like I was there and like right at that moment, of course there was a shit ton of cops there already. And they started doing that lineup thing like across the street and they were all in riot gear. Um, and then like black lives matter was just like, okay, like white people go take care of that. So like basically the idea is that white people put their white bodies in front of the police and separate them from the black bodies and so I was like okay like I went like right there so it ended up like literally on the front line of that um that was also where Kim gave me a full <laughs> fucking heart attack so she likes to leave that part out she was filming it on a, on her Instagram live and I was watching it and for whatever reason I'm watching her Instagram live I just see a line of cops directly in front of her in riot gear and then the video just goes dead and starts looping that one part over and over and over (laughs) again so I had to text Kim and say please let me know you're alive and weren't just murdered she spoiler alert she was yeah alive Catherine was a good protest um uh safety buddy Um, yeah because yeah like the first one I went to I was with friends but every everything after that I was like alone so um yeah so that was um impactful but also we just like you know it's like we sat there um and you know chanted and like gave protests and stuff mind you the next day um the mayor made some fucking changes so um there is uh something that they say a lot like you know there's different like chants and stuff you do when you protest and one of the ones that um they do is like when we fight we win and I oh, just I love fucking that. love that because it's true and it's like been proven over and over and over again in the history books and also currently. But like yeah. it's not like 
we've won you know it's like keep going but like yeah it's help to keep going um and then um the next one I went to is something that Black Lives Matter does every fucking week and they've done it for years and that is to go to the Hall of Justice where the DA Jackie Lacey works um which is like a block away from City Hall and um basically talk about um so what this was again like because it was like a block from city hall I was like happened to get there pretty like a bunch of people were at city hall but I was like I don't think this is the right address so like I went and found it so I was like again like pretty close and like able to hear everything they were saying um so it was basically like a a lot of like activists and um liberators like giving a lot of amazing fucking inspiring powerful speeches but they started with um the families of people who've been murdered by police officers in los angeles and it was just like one story after another of um just like mothers and fathers and brothers and sisters like breaking down and just like telling this like horrific tale and they were all completely different and completely like ugh, fucking heartbreaking um and I think it was like really important to hear that you know and like say their names and um that to know that not a single one of those police officers has ever even like been has had anything done to them Fired. at all whatsoever not, yeah, yeah nothing yeah so um yeah uh so uh that was just really it was really impactful and I think it's really important um and obviously like I'm an emotional person so like that affects you know like that's my way in a lot of times um personally and um so yeah like I think And then we walked, we marched to City Hall, and then we, like, I was there forever, even after, like, Black Lives Matters, like, kind of closed their part, and then we just, like, were there so much longer, and then, like, all one bajillion people, like, marched, like, through the streets of, like, downtown. It was definitely powerful, and, um... uh, Can you share the quote that I I will? yeah, yeah. Yeah, um the so like some of just like the main things also that like I've gotten from it is definitely like this is like like I'm 100% down with like hashtag defund the police um and like please like I think we've shared like what that is you know exactly like it sounds I think scary or some people are like what does that mean you know what I mean and it's like there's actually like a lot of detailed specific things about that what that can mean and mostly it's just that like you're you're putting our money our tax dollars it's our fucking money into like community work instead of like just police and not asking the police to like go help a homeless person because they don't help them no and it's also not what they're not what they're trained for. exactly like it's or a mental 
um, someone who's having like a mental health breakdown or something. You know what I mean? We need people who are trained in that and like different community efforts and building the communities and things like that. So we won't need as many police officers and things. Yeah. Like, and it's what like people don't realize root. it will actually make the police departments more efficient, mm-hmm. more less frustrating, like for them as well, that they're not having to spend their time, you know, m- answering these calls that they have no business answering and why would they why yeah. would they know how to respond to a mental health crisis so someone yeah I'm very down with that um especially in LA like it was like 54 percent of the budget went to the police department and that to me is absolutely insane so if you yeah. live in LA there is something called like the uh, people's budget LA um I definitely recommend like checking that out um and it's kind of all about like defunding the police and like putting it into like different um important pots that will help people um so that was a lot of my experiences um just to share I did tell like I have quite a few like on video that I haven't shared yet of people speaking um that I should uh maybe put on Instagram um and um like something that like I think just helped Ketrin you know, feel good about like not having to not being able to go to the protest. So just if anyone else is like not able to, like one of the things um, Black Lives Matter said was like, you know, it's important to be here. Yes. Like because it it shows it shows the numbers, like it shows the support, like visually and things like that. Um, But he was like, you know, this is the red carpet. Like this is the PR. So the work is done at home like the work is like you know all the ways that we can like break down the system of things like that and like the work within yourself you know um but yeah like all the other things the fucking emailing and calling and like you know like just educating yourself on the ways that you can help and stuff like that um but yeah like that's like like it has to continue like after you go home from the protest too, basically. Right. And I, I loved hearing that. Um, I actually am making a game time decision, Kim. I, I think I will share a little bit more of my experiences uh, next week. And the reason for that is that there are so many things happening in the news and this is really, and I don't mean this in a bad way. I'm glad that it's this, but like right now it's really trendy to have this be part of the conversation Mm -hmm. uh which is which is great but it needs to still be talked about even when it's not trending on twitter agreed yeah um so i think i think i'm gonna save great uh some of my insights till next week but the one thing that i did want to point out is like i love what you were talking about where like when we fight we win or like the fact that like black lives matter has been showing up at jackie lacy's um, office for years, years. and one, Every the one week. thing that I yeah and the one thing that I did want to share and one of the reasons it was really hard for Eric that his health prevents him from going out is that uh, several years ago we were going to a lot of Black Lives Matter events when they were still perceived negatively uh, mm-hmm. because there wasn't enough information out there and so these people this is not new they have been out there doing the fucking work 
for years. Yeah. And to see the public opinion of this group that has stayed the motherfucking same from minute one. The same, guys. The only thing that has changed is the media coverage uh, conversation around them. But they've been there the whole time. And so they are indicative of exactly what they're saying. That if you persist and you persevere and you keep fighting, things happen and things exactly. change. Just like their fucking reputation. Um, exactly. Where it's now cool and trendy to say BLM, Black Lives Matter. Um, but they've been there the whole goddamn time. Yeah. So, that was one thing I forgot to say is like from going to some different protests and then going to Black Lives Matter one, like they fucking know what they are doing. It was like, because I happened to like see kind of them work at different points, you know what I mean? And like literally moving entire crowds, just like turning people to the left, basically, even just to be like, okay, we're going to move here now. And we are going to like the one thing actually, I will just maybe end on this, but like at the end of the, the, the night at the mayor's house, like that was one of the nights where there was like a 6 PM curfew and they were like, you know, if you can stay, stay, but like, if you can't, like, it's okay. Like, go and, you know, take care of yourself so you can come back tomorrow. Yeah. You know? But he was like, I want you to look around. Because eventually another um, protest, like, came and met up, like, walked over to here. So it was like, it was just like, and then the police were blocking us all off at one part. And eventually they kind of let us all like, congregate, congregate together. So they did have to, like, combine and take charge and move people. Like, it was just like, they are fucking on top of it. Yeah. And they are so fucking, like... Oh my God. They just, they're like inspiring and like, just, I just like, I don't have the words, um, but like, they're incredible. They're really, really, really incredible. And so at the end he was like, when we, if you do leave right now, I want you to look around, like you can go North, you can go South, you can go West. He's like, all of those places are open to us. And he's like, why? Because we have occupied this space. Wow. We own this street right now. This is our street. Yeah. And I just thought that was really powerful. And then the fucking next day, changes were announced. I mean, more still need to be made, but it just shows. (laughs) It just shows. When we fight, we win. Yeah. Cool. So I'll share some stuff from home next week. But Well, thank you guys for listening. Do you want to hear about a movie? I desperately want to hear about a movie. I would like for story time, please. And thank Yay, you. Yay. I'm excited. Well, this entire episode is just going to be Kim Burns talking. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> we just had 20 minutes of it. Get ready for four hours <laughs> more. <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, I did a thing where okay. I, um, this is apropos of nothing really, but, um, I fucking, I write my notes in notebooks, you know? And so I like sure. go through them very quickly. Like I'm buying a lot of notebooks. Sure, sure. So last time I was at the store, I was like, ooh, I'm going to get this like five subject notebook. Yeah, Whoa. I'm going to fit so much in here. And then it wasn't until like after I did my whole movie in it and I was like holding it. I was like, God damn, this notebook weighs like 10 pounds. Oh, right. Yep. 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 <laughs> so yeah. I'm like holding above my head this weighted book for two hours. <laughs> I might have helped. I've made a huge mistake. Hello, biceps. Hey. I was just off microphone getting some water. Yeah. You- 
Oh! Vagina holes out. Tits up. Clink. I'm drinking an O'Doul's. Hey, I'm drinking a Guinness. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Do you have any idea what I did? I looked at the clue today and you I have an idea. So then you know. I don't know. I may be. Okay. I might just say it. It is the invisible man. The invisible man. man. Yes. <laughs> I sent Eric the questions like yesterday and he sent back like an OMG emoji basically. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so stoked. So this is the invisible man from 2020. Yay. Now I can actually watch it with my own eyeballs after this. I'm going to get two viewings of it. Yes. Um, it's written and directed by Lee Wanell. Not sure if I'm saying his last name right, but um he wrote a fuck ton of things. He wrote Saw. Um, oh, shit. <clears throat> he's really like, and then, of course, that was directed by James Wan. And then same with like Insidious. But then he's an actor, too. So he's like acted in a lot of his things. He's I don't think he acts in this. Um, but yeah, he's like, um, like one of the like little geeky ghost hunter guys with glasses in the Insidious movies. Oh, that's um, pretty cool. Yeah. Um, also, did you know the novel of the invisible man was written by HG Wells? I did not. I didn't I did not know that. I did not know it was a novel. Yeah. I apparently no it's based on the novel by HG Wells. You learn something every day, <laughs> folks. So here we go. Great. Dead or alive. Emily. Uh, alive. James. Alive. I'm having a tough time with my book. Adrian. Delive. Um, uh, Sydney. Dead. Tom. Dead. Okay. Shit. Okay. Here we go. Are you ready? I'm very excited. I'm excited to tell you. <laughs> Okay. I'm kind of white knuckling my knees right now because I'm very excited. <laughs> so we start, it's nighttime and it's just an ocean kind of like waving up against like rocks and cliffs, like a, a oh. big cliff. Yeah. So it's just like in and out and stuff like that. And it's actually like cool, like the water splashes up and then like invisible titles will like sh start to show. Uh, or oh, cred credits. Um, that's neat. Uh, so then we get to see the invisible man. Um, and then we kind of like, on top of the cliff, we kind of see, like, one lone house, basically, like, lit up, probably. Okay. Um, cut to our girl, Elizabeth Moss. Woo! Asleep in bed. Um, so we're just seeing, like, she's on her side, and so we're just seeing her, basically. She opens her eyes, looks at the clock, 3.41 a.m. 3.41. Got it. She, like, kind of pulls the blanket off very slowly and there's an arm around her and she slowly moves it off. And I was like, been there, been <laughs> there. Yeah. And then she slowly, quietly gets out of bed and then reaches underneath the mattress and pulls out a bottle of pills. A meat tenderizer? Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, that's my mattress. Right, 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 right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. A bottle of pills. She Got keeps it. pills under her mattress. Um, okay. Diazepam. Ooh, that's a benzo. It is a benzo. So, and then she whispers to the guy, Adrian, 
He's still asleep. So she picks up the glass of water next to his bed and puts a pill in it. And we can see that we're like in the house that's on the cliff. Like we kind of hear the water okay. kind of. So know. like it dissolve it dissolves the pill. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Got it. Um, but this is like a big one of those like big, very modern houses. You know, it's like all windows onto the cliff, but clearly expensive yes. and stuff like yes. that. Yes. I, I remember that from the preview that it's just like a glass house, basically. Yes. Or what it looks like. Yeah. So she kind of tiptoes away. He tosses a little bit and she stops, but he's still asleep. And then she goes to the bathroom sink and pours the glass into it, the water. Uh, okay. Um, and then she goes into her closet it's fucking huge. I wouldn't even call it a walk-in closet. I would call it another room that happens a, to be a closet a, where you you put your clothes and things. Ah, a clothes room. It's a clothes room. The bedroom for your clothes. Yes, exactly. Yes. Got it. Um, and she like actually pulls out like a panel, a back panel, and then there's like a bag hidden inside. Oh, this bitch. Okay. And we see she has like her passport and like uh, social security card and things like that in there. So now she like tiptoes through the house with like a little step stool and she goes into the hallway right outside the bedroom and she's turns the security camera in the ceiling towards the bed. So it's directly on him. And then she looks on her phone and she can see it on her phone. Oh, this bitch is smart. Mm -hmm. Damn. So then she tiptoes down the hall and like down the steps into a basement and there's like it's dark, but you can see, like, it looks like almost like human forms, like, in the distance. And she turns the light on, and it's, like, kind of just, like, body suits, like, against the I'm wall. I'm sorry. No. No. But no, no. <laughs> it's a very bright white. It's, like, a science lab, basically. Uh, okay. Um, so, yeah. Um, she goes to a computer. She turns off all the security cameras except for the one that's on the bed now. She logs in and disables the alarm. And she kind of walks by like a machine, like in a corner that looks like, have you seen Westworld? Yes. Um, The machine that kind of looks like how they make the bodies or whatever. Yes. Like it's just like some poles kind of. Yeah. But I mean, I haven't seen it in a while, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Just something like that, basically. She kind of walks by. Um, And then she like is like tiptoeing through the house and bam, she (laughs) accidentally kicks the metal dog bowl. Oh, Fuck me. God damn it. And she checks Shit. the camera. He's still asleep. And she's just like, deep breaths. <laughs> she Ooh. then okay. takes out of the bag sweatpants because she's wearing like a little nighty right now, you know. So and she's putting on sweatpants and like the camera just kind of like pans slowly down to the hall and like just stares into the empty darkness. And it's just like tense music and then pans back to her. She's in sweatpants now, and she starts going down the steps to the garage. And now okay. she's the garage, and the door's open to, like, the outside world, and the dog comes up behind her. And I she's was like, just about to ask where, like, how she didn't wake the dog. Okay, keep going. And she's like, Zeus, I'm so sorry. I can't take you with me. And she's, like, going to leave, and then she's like, oh, shoot, okay, but I can't leave this on. So she goes. He has, like, a collar that's clearly, like, an electric collar like shocker mm-hmm. or something like that. So she goes and like tries to take it off him, but it's like hard to disconnect. And as she's doing it, his little bum like hits the car oh, and the no. car alarm goes off. 
no, 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 no. I'm so tense. I'm so, so scared. So she takes it off and she fucking runs through the yard and climbs the fucking wall that is like a concrete wall. Like this is just a compound that she is How? in. How? How did she climb it? Because it was like, you know, it's a fancy compound wall. So it has little pr- pretty indents kind of. Oh, okay. Got it. Like got decorative it. indents here and there. So she like Jesus. throws her bag over and then like hops the wall and then starts running through the woods with a flashlight until she gets to a road. And she looks around and she's like, Emily, where are you? And then she kind of hears some noises in the woods. So she like looks with the flashlight. It's fucking creepy. She's looking around and then we start to see headlights in the distance and she like goes towards like the car. She gets in and as she gets in, like the pill bottle that was in her bag actually like falls out of the bag onto the ground. We see. Okay. So she gets in and this is Emily basically. And she's like, Cecilia, what's going on? Are you okay? And so Elizabeth Moss's name is Cecilia. So I'm going to call her C. Cecilia, okay. by the way, is the school I went to growing up. Um, St. Cecilia's. I do Saint recall this. Cecilia's. The patron saint of music. I was just about to ask what she was the saint of. And then you told me. <laughs> well, we're connected. Our minds are go. melded. Yep. Um, but C is just like, Emily, I'll explain later. Just go, 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 go. And so we're like looking POV from like the driver's seat towards her. And so POV. Oh, so like we are her friend. We are her friend. So we're looking at her. She's looking at us being like, just go, just go. And then we start to see out of the dis- out of the darkness of the woods, a man come running up and yells and bangs on the fucking door. And he's like, open the fucking door, open the fucking door. And then he smashes his hand through the window and fucking grabs her neck. And so oh my God. they start driving, but he runs along with them and it's just like, open the door, get back here, open the fucking door. Until he like, they like drive until they get too fast and he has to let go. What the fuck is happening? Yeah. So then um, he walks back and he sees the pill bottle. Just so you know, I would come and pick you up and I would absolutely meat tenderize him directly to the face. Oh, fuck yes, girl. I would want him to break the window so that I could meat tenderize his head. Me too. Yeah. As, as would I. Yeah. Um, so he sees the, the bottle of pills and he like picks it up with his now bloodied hand. Sure. Now we see two weeks later on screen. Okay. So C, Cecilia, Cecilia is <laughs> Cecilia is pa- patron saint of music yes got it <laughs> do i just call her the patron saint of music all, all yes. episode yeah <laughs> oh or only two minutes in <laughs> so the patron saint of music is staring out the window <laughs> of some home and this guy walks into the living room and he is so hot just so so hot um do we know him from something he i guess is in leverage which i don't watch um oh, but he was they're bringing also- that back actually oh i i didn't even know it was gone i didn't and know bringing anything it back about it with and they're bringing it back without timothy hutton because timothy hutton is a piece of shit actually I didn't know that either i guess leverage was actually i didn't watch it but like it was actually apparently like a pretty 
popular show, like one of those crime solving shows, and he was the lead. And so they're they're rebooting it. The entire cast is coming back except for Timothy Hutton, who was the lead. Fucking good. And I was like, me too, bitch. This needs ha- to happen hashtag. more. Yes. Yeah. Hashtag me too, not like me if too. If you're I'm a also dick, you're back. out of your job. That's just yeah. the way the world needs to work from now on. Agreed. That's just Agreed. how it's happening. If you're a racist, you're a fucking sexual harasser, you're a fucking just dickhead, you're out yeah. of your job, bitch. You're fired. You're fired. We're uh, firing you. He also, I know him from, um, he played MC Ren in Straight Outta Compton. But, oh, okay. Yes, 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 um, yes. He's yes, just yes. a tall, Super sexy black man that has you like. want in your pants. Puts, puts, puts on a button up shirt <gasps> that like you can see his arms through. Not in like <laughs> a, not in like a Hulk Hogan too bulky way, but just in mm-hmm. a delicious. There's- yeah, hot like man that. way. Does he roll him up three quarter sleeves over his over his probably? Forearms? You know, he's oh, when he's yeah. when he's working. Hi, hi. He's getting down to business in my vagina. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> what's our podcast? Uh, <laughs> he's hot. Um, <laughs> I guess it's pretty early in the morning or something, or you know. Um, so she like is like. I guess he's like, why are you here? Why? Why? What's going on? She can't sleep. I wrote down she can't sleep. I think Got that's it. what they're talking about. Okay. And she's just staring out the front window, though. And he's like, I swore to your sister that I would get you to step outside this house. Um, you know, so and he's like really sweet to her. He's like, look, he he's not here. He's not out there. I promise. Oh, and. Cut to the front door opening from the outside and patron saint of music very tensely walks to the mailbox and like gets to the mailbox and then a jogger kind of like all in black with like a hood on comes like running up behind her. So she like runs back inside and she's fucking terrified. Oh my Um, God. And she's just like, I'm not ready yet. And he, um, his name is James and he's like, well, that's the furthest, furthest you've gone so far. So as far as I'm considering it, like, as far as I'm concerned, you've just walked on the moon. That is incredible. Mm-hmm. I love that. So he's also a wonderful man and person. So James is now um, painting the wall of like the living room or something like on a ladder. And Cecilia um, is looking on the computer and she's looking at like an article that's like, are you being watched? And then she like Ugh. grabs nail polish off of um, like the table in front of her. And she like puts the nail polish over the camera in her like laptop. Oh, right. Okay. So, you know, yeah, that's where she's at. But then how do you have Zoom calls <laughs> with know. your best friend? I guess they weren't in the pandemic yet. Oh, right. So now the doorbell rings. She's concerned. He goes to get it. It's Emily. And they have a cute interaction. Like, he's like, do I know you? Do I owe you money? Like, what are you doing here? Um, oh, that's cute. Yeah. And they go inside and he's like, he's like, see, tell her she can't take you back. Um, but patron saint of music is like pissed. So they're sisters. And right. she's like, what are you doing here? Like, he knows where you live. He will follow you. She's like, I have a plan. I need you to do it. And Emily is there. 
because he's dead. What? And so. Okay, so wait, so wait, so wait, okay. So Emily and patron Santa Music are sisters. Correct. Okay. James, I a- thought, was Emily's boyfriend. Uh, as far as I can tell, he's just a friend of everyone, just, but just a mutual friend of everyone. Okay. That now this is making more sense to me. Got it. Yeah. It's hard to tell what their background relationship was, but it, it seems just, um, friendly amongst everyone. Okay, cool. Um, <clears throat> but also, mm, this comes out at a certain point of time, so I, I don't think it really matters, but he's a detective also. So I think like, oh, he's like a safe place a you know safe what I mean? place to be especially yeah. so yeah um uh beep boop 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 oh he's dead <laughs> and so she shows her the article on her phone and it says optics groundbreaker dead of apparent suicide <gasps> oh shit okay and so emily's sister is like what did he do to you like, can you talk to me? Okay. So she, like, didn't even... Okay. All right. And so Here. Patriot Saint of Music just walks away and fucking oh, God. goes to the bathroom and sits on the floor and stares. Oof. This is where we're going to say hashtag therapy. It sounds like yeah. she's got some things that she needs she's to work She's had some major trauma. Yeah. So a little bit later, the three of them are at the table and Painted Chain of Music is like, this doesn't make any sense. Like he's in complete control of everything, including me. He right. controlled what I wore, what I ate. When I left the house, what I said, and eventually what I thought. Wow. And if he didn't like what he assumed I was thinking, he, he, and James was like, would hit you? And she said, amongst other things. What is happening? Oh my God. How do you control what someone thinks? So... I have so many bad thoughts all the time. <laughs> it was bad. Shit was bad. So um, she tells him that he wanted a baby and that she knew if they had a baby, she could never get away. So she started taking right. birth control without him knowing it. Um, oh, but shit. she's like, obviously, that could only go on for like so long. So that's right. why she called Emily. Oh, Wow. Wow. Ladies, IUDs last for 10 years. Oh, hell yeah. Maybe look into those if you're with an abusive, terrifying person. But also call us and we oh, will yeah, we'll get, come get you, you Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll come get you armed with meat, meat tenderizers. tenderizers. Ed- Edward, Edward meat tenderizer hands over here. Yes. <laughs> Edward meat tenderizer hands. <laughs> bam, 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 bam. <laughs> Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, abuser. Bam, bam. Oh my God. That would that would be I so would, fun. I am in for that. I I'm, am I'm in. Down we... for that. <laughs> Wait. I kind of want to film an one of those like lawyer commercials that's like, <laughs> are you stuck with an abuser? Call 
meat tenderizer hands. And it's like you and me standing back to back in suits, but with meat tenderizers for hands. Yes. Great. We're filming it. Done. So Emily's like, you're here with us now and you're safe. He's gone. So now we see later, um, patron state of music slowly walks to the mailbox and inside James and his um, teen daughter, who is Storm Reed, she was in. Um, oh, she was in um, uh, 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 the movie Wrinkle, with Oprah, Wrinkle in Time. Wrinkle in Time. Yes. Yep. She's great. She's very, very good. And yeah. so they're talking about her wanting to go to Parsons Fashion School. Okay. Um, and basically, it's like her dream school. It's the only one she wants to go to. And he's like, I want you to like you know, have a couple dreams, like think of some options and stuff like that, you know, whoo, that one hit home. <laughs> so, um, Act, acting's your only dream. Really, honey? That's it. That's all you want to do. Are you sure? Well, I, I think he mostly just wanted her to have some other school options and she's sure, like, sure, nope, sure. that's the one. Got it. So at that moment, painter state music walks in and lays the mail on the table, just like, bam. Oh, yay. Good job, honey. And they're all like, yay. And like, um, <clears throat> and they like fist bump and stuff. And so James is looking through the mail and there's a letter for Painted State of Music. And she's like, no one knows I'm here. Oh, fuck balls. And so she opens it and they're like, who's it from? Cut to, we see some visuals of the Golden Gate Bridge. We're clearly in San Francisco. Um, spoiler alert, that's where the Golden Gate Brid- Bridge is. <laughs> Got it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> We're now in like this office building, um, at a big table. So it's Emily's sister and patron standing music with some dude in a suit. Okay. Turns out he is Adrian's brother. Okay. And he's a lawyer. So he has the will. Okay. But he's like, Adrian wanted me to read a statement to Cecilia. And he okay. starts reading it and fucking Emily stops him. And she's like, no, 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 no. We don't have to listen to this. He's like, but it's in the, and she's like, email me a copy. We'll be, sh- we'll, I'm sure we'll read it. Oh my God. I love Emily so much. Yeah. So she like defends her because fuck that piece of shit. Yeah. You um, don't get to have the last word motherfucker from beyond the grave. Fuck yeah. you. Some more fucking abuse from beyond the grave. Yeah. Meat tenderized. (laughs) (laughs) So the brother kind of hints that like, you know, patron training music was in it for like the money, like everyone else in his life. And they, I don't know, basically say something about like his urn of his ashes is like in the office on the wall over there, basically. So we see it. Wow. But she is now getting five million dollars cool great I'll take it goodbye she's gonna get one hundred thousand dollars a month for like you know four or five years or so um great obviously there's stipulations like you can't commit a crime and things like that sure sure and so she just like stares like stunned at the papers I have none of that in me by the way where there are people who are like I don't want your money I'm like no no, no I want your money like I'm gonna <laughs> use do. it for good like no like give me your money I was gonna ask that question actually um no 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 like I would take that money no problem I'm like let me turn the money into good slash for me and fuck you hell yeah we need more good people with more money exactly so 
Um, cut to later in the house, she's surprising James and Sydney. And basically she's like, has them close their eyes and they come in and she's like, ta-da. And it's like a new ladder. And like James is like, oh my God, thank you so much. And Sto- and Storm Sydney is like, uh, thanks. And he's like, what? Is, you know, and he's like, um, you better say thank you. You know, like he's like a good dad. Yeah. And like, um, she's like, I just want to say like, thank you for letting me stay here and for taking care of me. And then it gets like real cute and jokey. And she's like, you know what ladders are good for? They're like good for reaching things. And like, oh my gosh, what is that on the top shelf of the thing over there? Maybe Sydney oh. could, could use this ladder to go get that maybe. Hmm. And oh my God, that's so cute. She's what a just great like, idea. oh, weird, huh? And um, she goes and opens it. It's a new bank account with her name on it, Sydney's name on it. And it has $10,000 in it. And she's like, I'm going to put $10,000 a month in it um, for a year. Um, and she's like, I call the account Parsons. Wow, that is so beautiful. It makes me want to sing to honor the patron saint of music. That's amazing. Wow, that's amazing. So she is a true patron saint of music. Um, They're all happy and they're like, I'm going to, and she's like, I'm going to fashion school. And they celebrate and she has a bottle of champagne and it's all just very cute. And at this point, we do have, like, a weird camera shot of, like, looking at them, but from, like, down the hallway, like, around the corner of down the hall, but, like, seeing them kind of celebrate and stuff. Okay. So cut to later. The patron saint of music um, is in her, basically, room there, um, but it's just, like, kind of the office space, but she has, like, a place to, like, hang clothes. So she's pulling out, like, a dress that she just, like, clearly bought from shopping and the camera again kind of like just pans over to like nothing and then she hangs up that dress and she goes back and pulls out another dress and then all of a sudden she like turns around behind her with like concerned face but there's nothing there but she's like a little a little little panicky little breasts kind of thing you know yeah 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 she, like she can feel a feel Sen- something in the room something yeah okay and so now it's morning and Patron Center Music is cooking eggs and bacon on the stove. And uh, James is going to work. He's talking about how he's like a little hungover from the champagne. Um, but he'll be back around <laughs> seven. What an adorable little lightweight. I know. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> and um, so Patron Center Music goes to wake up Sydney. And the camera doesn't move. It stays on the kitchen the entire time. So we stay right there. So she's like chopping mushrooms with a big okay. giant kitchen knife. And then she yeah. leaves to go wake up Sydney. And the knife kind of like falls off the counter a little or moves basically. And then this, the, the fire of the stove, like the electric gets like really high. And then the pan starts to smoke. And then the pan catches on fire. At God this point. Damn it. At this point, the girls run in. So they just see it's on fire. And Sydney like puts it out with a fire extinguisher from under the sink. Sure. And kind of are like saying, you know, she's a bad cook pretty much. Yeah. That's hard to set a pan on fire. Even if you turn the fire all the way up, that's tough to do. Interesting. Might be some faulty pan situation. (laughs) (laughs) Time for a new pan, ladies. Yeah. So now it's nighttime. We're in the house and kind of just like um, moving throughout it. 
the camera is. And we get to Painter Shade of Music, who's like on the couch in her room on the computer. The camera kind of just looks at her like from the doorway. And then she looks with like concerned face at the doorway, but it's empty. But there's nothing. Right. Okay. But she's like, James? And she gets up and looks in the hallway. Again, it's kind of like nighttime. It's empty. And then she like peeks around a corner, goes into the living room. It's all dark and empty. She looks around, turns on a light, keeps looking around. She like slowly goes to the kitchen, turns on the light there, looks around some more. And then we see behind her and she turns to look. The front door is wide open now. No, I want that to be closed. Question number one. What do you do and what does she do? Okay, so I'm in the kitchen. Where is my phone? I don't know. It's a big okay. open floor p- plan, too. Like, it's just one big open room, basically. Okay. I am going to grab my phone. Uh, like, if we don't know where it is, then for my answer, I'm going to say I'm going to grab my phone. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually going to run out the front door, uh, out uh, into the street, calling 911. I would much rather be completely paranoid and insane uh, then unsafe. So that's what I'm going to do. Um, and then as soon as I get off the phone, uh, with the police, I'm going to call James or my sister. What does she do? Uh, she's so paranoid, but also like the thing that, that she's scared of is dead. Does she close the door and look around the apartment? That is half a point. What? Okay. I don't know. For me or her? For you. Okay. I guess I don't like know fully, but I don't know. I just, for me, I want to say to like, be with people I don't know that's maybe I again I don't know the exact answer for this this is just a uh, my own interpretation of the right but isn't she home alone no she lives with James and Sydney oh I won't go back for some reason I was thinking she was home alone by herself and that's why I did that I would have done something totally different if I had picked up but that's fine it's fine she says James at one point right I thought she was like are you home like, that's what I thought no, was happening. It's like the middle of the night, as far oh, as I could tell. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So she, or maybe not middle of the night, but it was, it was nighttime. So it just like, again, I don't know, but like, I assumed that they were just asleep. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, that, yeah. I just, I just mis- misunderstood. So that's fine. Well, I'll consider a half point bonus point somewhere in advance, maybe somewhere else. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and if you do really bad, I'll just give you a half point. Thanks. <laughs> I appreciate the pity. (laughs) This is definitely like one of those ones where it's like your answer is going to be hard to tell a lot of things, you know? Yeah. Um, Sometimes. So she goes to the door 
and she looks out onto the porch and it's super fucking cold. She actually like walks out onto the porch and like stands okay. there and like looks up and down the street. And it's like clearly cold. She has like her arms up and it's like she starts breathing and you can see her breath actually. Okay. Yeah. And she's just, it's a very quiet street looking around. But we see behind her is breath, cold breath. <gasps> no, no, no. Goodbye. See you later. And then she no. goes back inside and locks the door. But did, but she didn't walk into anything? Into any thing that was breathing? Okay. No. Okay. So am I nuts or what? Okay. But she didn't see it. Right. 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 No, so, I'm wondering if I'm nuts, if she's nuts, if you're nuts, who's nuts? Who's nuts? Me. We're all nuts. We're all nuts. Nuts, 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 Meet Tenderizer Smash. So, wow. <laughs> what a cool jingle for for meat tenderized peanuts. That I'm cool sure product. Your, your crows will love them. They will. <laughs> so we're in bed. She No, you're in bed. They're in bed. <laughs> Clearly, well, who? Okay. Who's in bed? You're in, she's in bed. Painter Sandra Meek is, is in bed. Okay. She sleeps in Sydney's bed, though, together. Okay. Because um, where she keeps her stuff is more like a couch room office. Space. Got it. Um, so she's asleep. I'm keeping my things in the couch room. <laughs> Sydney's asleep together in the same bed. Yeah. And the blanket is slowly pulled up oh, there. That's your favorite thing, Kim. That's it's your favorite right thing. There. It's right up there with crawling on the ceiling. Yeah, like, that's the thing that scares you the least. You're totally chill with it. You have no problem with covers being slowly pulled off you. It's totally fine. It's like it makes you like, it takes off. It's like your blanket's like your protection and it takes yeah. it away. And then you're just left vulnerable and open by to ghosts. Yeah, it also makes you chilly, willy. Oh, you're cold. <laughs> we haven't seen any ceiling crawlers in a long time, I feel like. No, we have not. I'm going to Google my next movie. What movie has ceiling crawlers in it? Great. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be 9%. Yeah, on Rotten, on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, so the light flickers. Okay, the, the blanket gets pulled off. They're still asleep. And then, like, the light starts to flick on and off, basically. Like, okay. it's just, like, flash on, flash on, flash on. <sighs> and at this point, Painted State of Music kind of turns over and opens her eyes. And she looks, and there's, like, a figure at the end of the bed. And so she sits what? up, but it's, like, a fashion mannequin. That Fuck Storm these fucking mannequins. Room. I am banning all mannequins in rooms that are dark. <laughs> Banned. Banned. White supremacy, racism, no people not wearing masks, and mannequins in dark rooms. You Banned. heard it here first. Yeah. So, Sydney's still asleep. But Patron Saint of Music kind of starts to look around for the blanket. Like, where the fuck is it? So, she gets out of bed, and she sees it on the floor at the bottom of the bed. Okay. So she picks it up and then she kind of turns behind her and there's like this like red kind of like velvet chair and she just stares at it. It's empty. And she walks towards it and throws the blanket over it. Okay. Nothing. Okay. 
So she takes a breath and she kind of just grabs a piece of the blanket and starts like dragging it back to bed. And then it stops, like stops. The blanket's like stuck. What? And on she what? Pulls, what are you stuck on? And it won't move. And what? we can't see anything on it, but it won't move. And then she's just standing there like holding it as it's like stuck on the floor. And then we slowly see footsteps step uh-uh. onto the blanket closer and closer to her. And then Mm-mm. it yanks the blanket away from her and she falls back. Question number two. What do you do? And what does she do? Jump out the window. <laughs> uh, okay. I am going to wake up Sydney, get her out of bed, run into James's room, get run out of the house. I'm out of here, but I'm bringing people with me. Um, and then tell them everything that happened. Okay. What does she do? So she's like fallen over, right? She just kind of like, yeah, like it got yanked away. So she kind of just fell backwards kind of a little into it. I think she wakes up Sydney as well. I'm not sure what she does with her though. And that's, yeah, she wakes up Sydney, like wakes up the house to be like, something is in here with us. She wakes up the house. Yeah. Meaning like Sydney and James. Okay. No, like she wakes up the house, like the, the, the studs, the bricks and mortar, the ceiling, the floor. <laughs> You're a bitch. <laughs> Thank you. She is like, James, James. And he comes running in and turns on the light. And she's like, I saw something. She's like, I saw footprints in the sheets. I saw them like someone's in here. And she sounds nuts. She sounds nuts. Like I can hear it. Sydney wakes up and she grabs the pepper spray out of her nightstand. Oh, this bitch. Okay. And James is like, put that away. Like, who are you going to spray? Who? Who are you going to spray? And who are you going to spray? Ghostbusters. So sorry. And so I'll you see can see yourself out. Yeah. And Zipay and Music is like, I saw it. I saw it. And James just kind of like looks at her and he's like, Adrian will haunt you if you let him. Don't let him. Yeah. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, you know, you have an important job interview tomorrow. Don't let this motherfucker. And then he like looks over at Sydney and he's like, this person ruin it. What a good dad. I, know. I love him. He's like, I think oh just God. his entire person in this movie like made him just the hottest. Yeah. Um, cause he's just so sweet. And so cut to her at her job interview and she's talking okay. about after Cal Poly, she worked in Paris and it seems to be like kind of going well. And so they sit down and like, he's like, okay, like, let's see some of your work. Um, it's for architecture basically. And so she pulls out her p- portfolio and she opens it. It's empty. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh no. Who took my stuffs? So the portfolio, I'll start over. So the portfolio is empty. God damn it. So the portfolio is empty. Got it. She gets flustered and he's like, it's okay. I mean, just like send it to us. And he's like, let me tell you a little bit about the company, blah, blah, blah. And at this point, she kind of starts to like zone out a little bit. It's like we're like not hearing him talk as much anymore. And it's kind of like, and right. like she's like breathing heavy. And he's like, are you OK? Do you need water? And she like 
stands up and then passes out. <gasps> oh no. So now we're at the hospital and um, she's just like sitting in the hallway and the doctor tells her that she seems fine, but you know, like don't operate heavy machinery or anything like that, but we're going to call you with the blood um, test results. Okay. <clears throat> so now we cut to her in the shower. She gets out and puts on a towel, like a perfectly normal human being. Good to know. You under your armpits, the way that all fucking sane I'm glad we're not in some sort of insane alternate universe. Yeah. Not around your fucking waist like a non-boobed person. Um, Can you imagine what we would do if we were like on a sink trip and like saw one of the girls like put their towel on like that? Like we'd be like, we need to get to the hospital immediately. We'd be like, demon! Demon! Demon. Yeah. Demon! It, It would be like emergency time for sure. Yeah. We don't see her boobs. She just puts on a fucking towel because she got out of the shower like a normal fucking person. And she, um, the phone starts ringing in the house, um, but just it's kind of like right out in the room outside of the the bathroom. So she goes and picks it up. It's the doctor's office. And they're like, we have the results. Um, And they're like, it turns out the diazepam was the cause of your fainting. And she's like, what? And, like, she starts to kind of walk back into the bathroom at this point. And, um, you know, I guess they say, basically, it's like, yeah, the di- diazepam in your system, da 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 And on the sink, sitting right out front on the sink, is the pill bottle. Okay. And she goes and picks it up, and it's her pill bottle with, like, blood marks on it. What? What? Question number three. What does she do um, kind of next in general? It doesn't have to be like in this exact moment. Like what does she like do from here and what do you do? Okay. So what I'm getting is that diazepam, it's not something she takes every day, correct? I wouldn't think so because she dropped that pill bottle. She dropped the pill bottle. Yeah, where did she drop it again? She dropped it on the ground outside of the car. Fuck. Yeah. Um, I'm going to put it into a plastic bag, and I'm going to give it to James and be like, detectivize this for fingerprints. Uh, <laughs> what does she do? Um, I don't. I just don't know how, like terrified or rational she is like I feel like I'm not sure like how clearly she's actually thinking um you know what let's do that hand in hand point for you I like that idea yeah yeah let's fucking detectivize this let's let's just fucking get this out in the open whose goddamn fingerprints are on this bottle cut to her at the brother lawyer's office. Okay. James is with her. And they sit down and she's like, tell him to stop. And the brother's kind of looking at James like, what the fuck? And he's like, look, I'm not sure why we're here, but she must have a good reason. So show her some respect. Okay. 
I love you, James. I love, James I love you so much. So much. Um, I just I'm marry me. In love with you. I'm inviting you into our marriage. I Don't know. worry. I'll talk to Eric. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. James is becoming, even especially retelling the story to you. I'm like, James is quickly becoming my dream man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. So, uh, Patron State of Music says that one night she was thinking and planning on how to leave Adrian. And he was staring at me, studying me. And without me saying a single word, he said that I could never leave him. That wherever I went, he would find me and he would walk right up to me and I wouldn't be able to see him, but he'd leave me a sign. So I knew he was there. What the fuck balls? And then this guy sucks. This guy really sucks. You know, who's not my dream man? Adrian. Adrian. So then she pulls out the pill bottle and she kind of tells the story of like losing the bottle that night and then like finding it in the bathroom. And the brother lawyer is like, so what, you like lost a bottle and then you found the bottle? You fucking asshole. Listen, lawyer bitch. <laughs> Be more like James, you piece of shit. Okay. What would James do? WWJD. It's still WWJD. All right. Well, there we go. We don't have to change any of the bracelets. We just know what it means. It's just the patron saint of music and WWJD. Yep. Got it. <laughs> So uh, she's like, he's not dead. And the brother's like, well, that pile of ashes in the box over there would say differently. (laughs) (laughs) Can the pile of ashes talk? (laughs) (laughs) That's the correct response, Ketrin. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I really wish Elizabeth Moss had just done that. (laughs) More people need to do that in movies in general. I love it. Just just the real response. So she says, he's figured it out. He figured out a way to be invisible. He was a world leader. What's happening? She's putting like a weird animal in the screen. Guys, scared, scared. What is that little little snake blizzard guy? Oh, it's it's Bruni from Frozen 2. Oh, very cute. When it came on screen, it made me cry, and Eric ordered it from Amazon for me to be there the next day. That's my little buddy. Okay. That's very sweet. I just wanted to creep Kim out in the screen. It did. It scared me because it caught me off guard, and there was (laughs) suddenly something new in screen very slowly. Uh, What the fuck was I saying? (laughs) Uh, She says that he's figured it out. He figured out a way to be invisible. He was a world leader in the field of optics. Ah, okay. All right, all right, all right. You know, um, but he's not dead. We just can't see him. So please tell him to stop. And at this point, James kind of just like stares at her a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I love you, but you might be cuckoo bananas. Yeah. And so now the brother says that Adrian was brilliant, but not for his inventions. It's he was brilliant for how he got into people's heads. Like he knew people's weaknesses. And he's like, the perfect way to torture you is not inventing a way to be invisible. It's making you think that he did. Ah, now I'm all confused. <laughs> and he's oh like, look, God. Adrian controlled me. I hated him. Like, we have that in common. Oh, shit. Okay, okay, okay. And okay. he's like, I'm, I was relieved when he was dead. 
And then he pulls out like a manila envelope and kind of like halfway pulls out pictures and we can like get a quick glance of maybe like the back of like a bloody head or something. But that's Mm -hmm. kind of it. And we're like, um, and he's like, the brother says that he's gone. I saw his body. Um, don't let him win by bringing him back to life. Okay. Cut to patron saying music now in an apartment building that we haven't seen. She knocks on the door. Sister Emily opens it and she is okay. pissed. Oh, okay. And she, she starts going off on patron saint being like, oh, so how, how suffocating I am to you and all these other things that you like. Blah, 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 blah. And she's like, look, I never expected what? any of that money. Okay. And, and patron saint music is just like, what's happening? And she's like the email you, that you sent me this morning. And, Patron Sandy Music's like, what email? And she's like, if that's how you feel, don't come to me to bail you out of your personal life anymore. Um, what the fuck? And Patron Sandy Music is like, I didn't, I didn't send, I didn't send that. Like he's doing this. And her sister's just like, who? Adrian? Okay, Adrian sent me the email. Okay, great. She's like, you need medication. Adrian is dead. And she closes the door. Kim, if you tell me. That an invisible man that was once your boyfriend from whom I had to rescue you is now not dead and invisibilizing your life, I will believe you. That's how I felt. I did think this was a plot hole because I would fucking feel the same way. Yeah. Like I and also like it's weird to like if I directly confronted you about an email that you sent me that was fucked up. Like, it would be weird if you were like, what email? Like, yeah. if anything, your response would be like, listen, maybe I was a little harsh or no, that's actually how I feel. But to be like, what email? I'd be like, okay, there's something else going on here. Like, either you're insane, which yeah. I will exactly. That help was gonna you be, with. Exactly. Like, I was like, even if I think that you're just fucking nutso now and you did send the email, but you're like, yeah, need medication, then I would like help you get medication. Because exactly. you're my fucking sister. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I did think that that was like a little bit of a too far of a jump. But that's yeah. her reaction. She's sure. Goodbye. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it maybe it's like because of, you know, um, Painter State of Music being basically like imprisoned in her home. It sounds like maybe they didn't have the closest relationship. Um, that was <laughs> what I just this second thought, actually, that like maybe this is not a Kim and Ketron situation where right. it's like we've been in each other's lives. So like disruptions of the pattern are obvious. Whereas right. like for her sister, she's like, I don't really know what you've been up to for all these years or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Like it seems like right. maybe they haven't been in touch much. So, okay. Now patron of music goes home and she's checking her email and the sent emails and it's there. And it's like okay. this big, long email and says things like, I don't want to know you anymore. I wish you had died instead. Oh, and God. Things like that. And then she just like starts to cry and like lays on the floor and cries. And I was like, Aww. been there. <laughs> <laughs> been there just a few minutes ago. <laughs> Actually, the world is an intricate dumpster fire. Okay. And so... Sydney kind of like slowly comes in and turns on the light and she kneels down next to her 
And Patron State of Music is like, it's okay, you know. Um, and Sydney says, you know what you need? And she's like, a girl's night. You know, we can eat cake Aww. and like, oh. you know. I thought cute. she was going to say my dad's sweet ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you need a good dickin'. Yeah. That may, maybe that's not how children talk, though. Probably Possibly. not, but like she yeah. wouldn't be wrong. Get that no, oxytocin, like, ooh. <laughs> right? That vitamin D. Yes. So <laughs> she suggests eating cake. Sure. Have a girl's night. And so um, Patron Standing Music is still laying on the floor and like um, uh, Sydney's kind of just like knelt down kind of next to her. So Patron Standing Music like smiles and she's like, yeah, like I like cake and it's sweet. And so Sydney now kind of like puts her head down to like start to get up and um, Patron Standing Music is getting up. And in that moment, Sydney gets knocked onto the floor. No, no, no. And Painter Standing Music is like, oh my gosh. And she like goes to her and she's like, are you okay? And Sydney freaks out and like backs away. And she's like, stop. And she starts screaming for her dad. And he comes in and she's like, she hit me. She hit me. What? Because her head was that like she was like kneeling down and then she just got knocked oh, to the floor. Oh, 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 fuck. God damn it. Like, all right. Yeah. And so, and, and then Painter Standing Music is just like, no, 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 no. I would never do that. I, I love you. Like it was him. It was him. And James is like, enough enough like right now my priority is getting my baby girl somewhere safe so he takes sydney and starts to like walk out of the room and like um painter sending music just starts following them through the house and she's like this is what he wants like this is what he did when we were together he isolates me to get me alone like this is what he does and james says to her terrifying "Mm mm-hmm He says, you need to calm down. You're scaring my daughter. Go to your sisters because you don't need to be here right now. And they leave. What a good dad. I know. Question number four. What do you do? What does she do? He says to go to her sisters. Hmm. Because he doesn't know about the email. I think I want... Was she... Like... What happened to his house? They're they're inside it? Well, she's inside it? No, 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 no. Adrian's house. Uh... It's still, okay. I mean, it's um, just empty. All right. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to my sister's house and really try to plead my case and say, uh, come with me to where we used to live. Like, I want to see what's there. Like, I don't believe that he's dead, but I am not going to go alone. Um, and I think she does one of those two things. I think she goes to the house because she 
is not going to try and get her sister. Point for you. Okay. Yeah, I I think, you know, your sister seems pissed, but I think we need people on our side. Yeah, I if he if all he does is try to get you alone, then don't be alone. So they leave and she immediately look, looks around and she says, "Where are you?" Come on. Mm. Come on. Don't hit a little girl, hit me. Come on out. Oh, wow. She's a real like fucking Sydney on the porch moment from Scream. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Sydney on the porch moment. <laughs> I love it. Without, pick, uh, without the nose picking, but you know. Sure, sure, sure. Um, she goes in the kitchen and grabs a knife. Um, and then she grabs some coffee grinds. And she goes into oh. her office room. And it's wood floor. And she sprinkles out the coffee all across the floor. And then just sits in the corner. Okay. And stares okay. at the door. I like, I like, I see where she's going here. So cut to a little bit later, still sitting there. She just starts talking. She's like, so why me, Adrian? Like you could have any woman you wanted. That's, that's what money and power buy you, right? People. And she's like, why me? Like, I'm just like a suburban girl who stumbled into your life at a party. Like, can't you just forget I ever existed? There's nothing left for you to take. You've taken it all. And I just fucking love Elizabeth Moss. I love her so far. I can like see her doing this. And it's just like, she's so fucking incredible. She's so incredible and so um, good at playing like traumatized. Yeah. <laughs> and like, it's true. She intense. is. Like, there's always like she just doesn't have to do much with her face and there's so much going on inside her. Yeah. All of the time. I just choose to believe that she's not a creepy Scientologist. That's just I what I choose to believe. Yeah, I don't know that. I mean, oh, I mean, I do know that, but she was I know she was born into it. So I, I like to believe that maybe that's like she didn't choose it. So yeah, maybe she's not really into it the way I was like, like a Catholic. Yeah, that's that's what I'm I'm going to go with that as well. I like that. I don't know. I don't either. Yeah. Okay. Well, way to ruin it. Thanks. Um, Sorry. I like to think of her more as the patron saint of music. As do I. And it's how I'll think of her from this day forward. So the patron saint of music sings Little Mermaid. Yeah. All right, all right, all right, cool. Okay, so she's fucking sitting there, nothing's happening, and then she thinks of something. What does she do, and what do you do? She has a light bulb moment, if you will. What is her light bulb, Katrin? Question number five. It's a I am going to... Has she emptied all the coffee grounds onto the ground? Like, mm-hmm. where are the coffee grounds? Yeah, they're all over the ground in front of her. There's none left? No. But she's talking to a space in the room. She's just talking at nothing. I am going to... Uh... 
take a page out of the Buffy the Vampire Slayer book, and I'm going to get some spray paint. Stay with me. and I'm going to carry around spray paint, and every time that I feel something near me, I'm going to spray the paint and see if it sticks to whatever is in front of me. Uh, what does she do in this exact moment? Does she maybe, like, throw a blanket at uh, over a chair to see if he's sitting somewhere? I'll give a point for you. I like that idea. Yeah. Obviously, like, doesn't have to. Just something that, like, would stick. Water. I mean, anything would, I guess. She crawls to the phone and calls someone. And she's listening and listening. And then she strangely looks up at the ceiling. And we hear vibrating in the ceiling above her. And then the voicemail picks up and says, this is Adrian Griffith or Griffin, whatever. Right. Cut to her pulling over her ladder to the attic. And so this attic is like. He brought his fucking phone to his invisibility fucking parades. What the fuck? What do you fucking need a phone for, you loser? All right, keep going. <laughs> I agree. Uh, <laughs> his invisibility parade. What a fucking <laughs> loser. <laughs> so this addict is. Um, I'm sorry. This addict. what? This attic. Is that Who a- are you, Georgia Hardstark? <laughs> attic? attic. Attic. Yeah. A-T-T-I-C. What am I saying? C. You're saying like I'm addicted to drugs. This attic. Yeah. Got it. Is <sighs> barely a door. It's actually just a square hole in the ceiling that you just push the oh, wood yeah, yeah, yeah. up into so you really do uh-huh. need to like have the ladder to climb up like it's nothing pulls down it's not a doorway or anything it's just like a little hole that you climb into Oof. you gotta have a pull down <clears throat> for your attics for real so she pokes her head up with the flashlight and there's like attic stuff it's like you know like the paint stuff from what he was using and like boxes and like different just like dusty attic shit right she climbs up into it and calls him again, and kind of on the other side of the room, a phone lights up. Fuck! I hate this. She crawls to it, and there's a phone and a pair of keys. And she picks up the phone and looks in it, and on it are pictures of her and Sydney sleeping. Oh, God damn it. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> And then there's I also. I don't look cute when I'm sleeping. <laughs> um, you don't want your picture taken by no by nothing. No. Then there's also a knife, like a, that kitchen knife, in a plastic bag up there. Okay. And then also her architecture work. Her architecture work. I fucking blew that interview because of this, you asshole. Then the phone buzzes. It's a text message from an unknown number, and it says, surprise. Fuck! (laughs) And she fucking looks behind her, grabs the knife, and crawls back to the opening 
So now she's just like peeking her head down the hole into nothing. Question number six, what does she do? What do you do? I have the knife. You've got a knife. I'm taking the phone as well. I'm putting the phone into the into the ba- knife bag. Uh, I'm getting my architecture stuff. I'm grabbing all the shits, uh, mainly his phone. Uh, and I'm going to take it to the La Polisa. Um, what does she do? She's just looking down the hole, looking down the attic hole. Yeah, at the ladder. At the ladder. She's crawling, you said? Yeah. Can she not stand? Like, is that... I'm just trying to get a sense uh, I think of it's the a, space. a pointy top house. So, look. You know what I mean? Right. Um... So she probably okay. maybe could, she's, she's a little person. She could probably stand if she needed. Um, I think I'm going to go down and take the ladder away and like throw the ladder in the trash and just be like, now you have to jump, bitch. And that'll probably be loud. Uh, but I'm also like, but she brings the knife as well the end i'm very confused you said a lot of i'ms and no she's so i'm okay like, she, so, so i understood sorry, sorry. your so first I, answer yeah okay so she is going to jump down take the ladder throw the ladder in the tr- in the trash so that like it, at the very least he doesn't have like easy access to the fucking thing point for you okay agreed seems like you have like a little bit of fucking hard evidence yeah exactly um but she senses that maybe there's some more immediate danger and she grabs um a thing of paint and throws it down the hole and a body shape appears he's ah! right he's basically face to face with her oh and my she... god that must have been so scary <laughs> it was oh my like god. he's standing on the ladder basically looking up at her that's so scary i hate that (laughs) so she jumps back and then slowly goes and looks back down the ladder is now fallen over and there's like paint splattered everywhere poor james's house poor james's house that is i mean that's a bitch to clean up so now she like throws the knife down and like jumps down and she starts to follow there's like a little bit of like a paint drip here and there kind of like traveling so she can follow the trail so she follows the trail until it stops in the living room and then she looks around with her like knife out fucking looking around yeah and then the water turns on in the kitchen fuck and so now she like slowly goes towards it and in the sink it's kind of like white paint like all over it and she turns off the water and she turns around and then she's grabbed by the throat by nothing and lifted into into the air And then the knife's like knocked out of her hand and she's pushed up against the wall and then thrown on the ground like something is like, I mean, nothing is on her basically, but she's struggling. And then she um, reaches into like one of the drawers, like she's just grabbing it like the drawer and pulls out like a frying pan and just like hits above her. 
And so she's like released and crawls free. And then she's Why like, is his head still not covered in paint? Because he rinsed it off in the sink. That was real fast. Okay, keep going. Um, so then she's thrown across the dining room. And then the table's flipped over. She's like crawling and like clearly hurt now. And like then nothing grabs her hair and drags her. And she is like struggling and then like on the floor kind of next to like part of the kitchen thing. And she starts just like grabbing plates and like smashing them. Yeah. Over nothing. And then she runs to the door, goes outside, runs down the street. We actually see her like on like a street camera, just like running down the street. Like, and it's like nighttime now. Right. Question seven. What does she do? What do you do? So was she in, was she still in James's house? Yes. She was still she's in, James's only in James's house. house. Yeah, she's only in we James's house. We live in James's okay. house. She doesn't have a house. But I mean, house. like, where, I'm just confused as to, like, where he went. Do you know what I mean? Like, is he just, like, staying in a hotel or, um, I mean, I'm going to, I, Ketrin, me, I am going to find James. And I'm going to be like, listen. How are you finding you can, James? I'm going to call him and be like, bro, come meet, meet me somewhere like in the open. Like you don't need to bring Sydney, like whatever, but like, I need to talk to you. You're a detective. Uh, I need to talk to someone. Does she call? I wonder, uh, she doesn't have a phone. Does she run to the police? She does have a phone. Oh, she does have a phone. Does she call the brother? I wonder if she calls the brother. She calls the brother. I'm calling James. I'm going to give a half a point for you. Okay. It's a strong half point. Um, okay. Because, like, you're literally being currently attacked. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, and I think James will probably take some convincing. Like, I just don't know that, like. I don't have time. I see what you're saying. Yeah. It's more urgent than I was making it. Got it. Yeah. She calls an uber oh okay oops she gets in and she's like lock the doors we need to go 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 um and then the uber guy is like oh we're going to the beach long way from here she's going to the house cut to them driving across the golden gate bridge she's at adrian's house compound thing and she asked the driver like um you know, and she's like very intense. Like, he's like, are you okay? You know, and she's like, um, can you wait and then just bring me back to the city? She's like, I might be two minutes. I might be 20. And he's like, okay. So she gets to the house and she tries the security code. It works. So she goes in, she's walking through and it's like, things are covered in sheets. Like the end of the hallway looks like a, a pretend ghost practically, you know? Right, 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 right. <laughs> it's like a decorative statue sure. with a sheet on top of it. And a pretend um, ghost. And so, um, you know, the furniture is like all covered and then Zeus comes in and Zeus-y, I was like, babe, okay. I was like, what the fuck? How is Zeus well, the dog just hanging out at the house here? Why I mean, is that would anyone be my taking immediate care thing. of him? Like, I'd be like the, the fact that this dog is still alive proves my point. Like, I'd be like, A, you're rescued. B, you prove my point. I got, okay. Fair. I thought you would be more angry. 
No, A, you're rescued. B, you proved my point. I just I got was to like, rescue an adorable sweet dog. The world thinks the the world to so this man is dead. And now this dog is just abandoned in this fucking compound home right now. What the fuck? Well, it's only because when my uncle, like they seize your animal, like they, your animal goes to a shelter. Like when you're, when you, that's die. what I mean. It, Why is the dog not, has no one helped the dog? Okay. Yes. Yes. I see. What she, yes. Continue. So she goes down into the science room. I think that they call that a uh, laboratory. 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 A laboratory. I prefer to call it say. science room, but that's just me. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm cool like that. I'm a scientist of many things. You are. One of them is rooms. No, that's your, that's your specialty. That's mine. That's my specialty. Yeah. So... <laughs> She uh, boop, 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 goes to that fucking Westworld machine and tries a security code. Doesn't work. And then she's like thinking of different ones. And she says like the day we met and she puts that in and it works. Oh, OK. So she goes in and it's this room with like that weird pole machine. And um, on the wall is like an iPad that's basically a selfie camera back like onto her and onto like the machine. Um, okay. And so she kind of like, um, I don't know. So basically she hits like the like red button on like the kind of iPad thing. And then the machine kind of starts like turning on doing its thing or whatever. And okay. inside the machine, a fucking black bodysuit starts to become uninvisible. What? So nothing was like, in there. And now we see that it was actually a mannequin with this like black bodysuit on it that has like little tiny cameras all over it. Like it's like. Right. So it's like little okay. like circles all over it. And is it like full like head full face everything? Entire everything. Yeah. Okay. I don't like that. So. No thank you. And so she starts to like pull it off and then the dog barks. And okay. runs upstairs. Because somebody is at the door, probably. Okay. So cut to her upstairs. and Or no, we are now upstairs and the camera's just kind of moving through the house. Um, she runs up and she's holding the suit. And she goes to the giant room, the bedroom for clothes. Okay. And she closes the door. And again, the camera's not like on nothing. And she um, hides the suit in her little cubby hole, like behind the wall, basically. I hear you. I hear you. And then she's now, um, the door is one of those doors that slide open. Yes. Yes. Do you know what that's Kim is I- Kim is imitating a sliding door right now. <laughs> uh, tell it, So if anyone, it was, it was riveting. I'm sorry you couldn't see it. <laughs> Uh, if you don't want to know what a sliding door looks like, I just showed you. She has like her back up against the wall, like right next to the door. The door is like next to her. Um, and so the door slowly opens and now she sees an imprint on the floor, like a foot imprint on the floor right next to her. Okay. Question seven. What does she do? What do you do? So the sliding door is where? Connecting what to what? It's dividing what from what? The closet and the and outside the room. of the world. 
Okay. That door is called a barn door, by the way, I think. Like, do, is it like on a pole yeah. and it slides? Yeah, barn door. I mean, it's not on a pole. It's much fancier than that. But Sure, sure, sure. It's not. We're not going for shabby chic in this Excuse place, me. but the mechanism is still the same. It's Got similar. It. It's more. I would say it's probably more the ones where it goes into the wall and it has a ah. little pokey thing. To, oh, yeah. That's, I think that's is called, called something. I else. actually think that's called an invisible door. Ooh. I think that's called. I think it is. Postmortem. Um, okay. So the footprint is outside of her closet room. It's inside the closet room. Inside the closet room after she's already put the suit into the cubby. She is hiding against the wall. The door is directly next to her. So it's she's like she's okay. She's I I wish that I had it. So like the the body, the invisible body, like she's hidden from it. I would say it's stepping directly next to her. Like you're hiding against, you're like against the wall as flat as can be and the door is right next to you and someone steps in. Uh, I'm going to push the thing and run out of the closet and to the Uber. Uh, but I'm going to bring the dog with me to save the dog and to also be like, why the fuck do you think this dog is like well fed? Somebody is at that fucking house um, and get the fuck out of there. I really wish I hadn't put that. Um, so that's what she does. I wish that I hadn't put that suit into that cubby hole. I want that suit. But I guess we're going to do the same hand in hand because I can't get to that suit without whatever this invisible thing is not seeing me. Yay. I'm going to give you two half points um, because you, uh, if you didn't, if you didn't take the dog, you would have got full points. But like, again, immediate danger. I feel like it's like, I need to get the fuck out. I know. I know. I just wanted (laughs) to help the dog. I want to help the dog too. I was mad that he was there. I know. Okay. But. You're both dead if, uh, <laughs> if, yeah. if you stop for the dog. So she basically dives at nothing and then gets thrown out of the closet onto the floor. And then the dog starts like barking at nothing. At nothing. And yeah. so she runs out of the house. Cut okay. to her in the Uber leaving. Got it. So the dog kind of like saves her even. Yeah. Um. So now she's in the Uber. She's on the phone with someone and she says... Meet me tonight if you can. If you can't, tell me because I have to call someone else because I don't think I have much time left. Oof. Wow. Okay. I wonder if she called her sister or James. And she's like, meet in like a public place. So cut to her in like a huge, loud restaurant, sitting at a table for two, waiting for someone. And she, like, it's like everyone's like out having a good time. And she's like looking rough. Right. Um, And then Sister Emily comes and sits down. Okay. At this point, the waiter comes up and he's like a little too much and a little too happy. That whole thing. Like, oh, have you dined with us before? And like the sister's like kind of a bitch. And you're like, read the room, bro. 
uh, those restaurants force you to do that. So, <laughs> um, that's why I hate chain restaurants. Yeah. So patron state of music tells her, I love you. And just a bunch of different things. And she's like, you know, like you have like this like strength to you that is like so comforting, but also intimidating and kind of makes like a little joke, you know, but she's like, I need that strength and I need you to believe what I'm about to tell you. Okay. And then the waiter comes back. I mean, back, I, like, I would have led with, I did not write that email. We'll get to that later, but I did not write that email. Keep going. And then the waiter comes back to like pour them some water and they're like, Goodbye. Get out of here. <laughs> so patron of the music, patron state of music starts telling her, I went to the house and I found something that can prove what I'm experiencing and can prove that Adrian is stalking me. And it's like this suit with like cameras. And at that moment, Emily's sister kind of starts staring, but like to like the side of like, um, patron state of music space kind of. Okay. Like looking at something. And okay. Peter Sandy Music is like, what? And then we see a giant kitchen knife floating in the air, slits Sister Emily's throat. What? Um, Peter Sandy Music is like in shock. Her hand gets lifted up and the knife gets put in her hand. And she's just sitting there in like complete shock. So she's just sitting there like holding a knife. Fuck me. Sister Emily falls on the table. And then at that moment, people kind of start to look over and start screaming. And Painter's Sand Music is just like staring, like completely stunned. And it starts to get that like kind of just loud echo sound where it's just like, oh, yes. like what's that? You know? And so she like gets up and like kind of starts like shaking and drops the knife and starts like crying and falls over. Fuck. So what this, oh, fuck, 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 fuck. I don't know how to get out of this. Goodbye. <laughs> And then we see flashes of her, like, getting arrested and things like that. <sighs> and then they're now dragging her, like, through the hallways of, like, clearly, like, a mental hospital into a room. And she's screaming and losing her mind. Like, she's Me like, too. He did it. He killed her. Da, 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 da. And then she starts yelling at nothing in the room. And she's like, I see you. He's here. He's here. Oh, man. He looks real, real nuts. I mean, she looks real, real nuts. Yeah. 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 So then they tie her down and, like, inject her with something. And she's just, like, staring in the room at nothing. Yeah. All the doctors and people leave. So she's alone. And then she's kind of, like, laying there. And, like, her breathing is, like, kind of, like, slowing. And she's, like, kind of, like, starting to lose consciousness. And then we just hear, surprise, you fucking dick. <laughs> I don't feel like he gets what surprises are. <laughs> I hate this guy. Like, I'm just mad now. Like, I'm so pissed. What an <sighs> asshole. Like, get a life, loser. Like, just get a fucking Seriously, life. Get a fucking life. Wow. Wow. Okay. Meat tenderized. Me tenderized. So now she's talking to um, two detectives. It's James and then another detective. And the one we don't know, new detective guy, 
is like there's so we have um street camera video of you like running down the street like this is you right and she's like yeah and then you fainted from diazepam and she's like I was drugged and she looks fucking nuts then you sent your sister an email saying that you wish she was dead I didn't send that okay and then she leans into James and she's like I have something to prove that he's alive and James is like what and she looks over in the corner and she's like, I can't tell you right now. He's listening. He's in the room. Oh, God. She looks so crazy. I know. <laughs> so other detective person is like, so the person who killed your sister is in the room, but we can't see him. And James yeah. kind of like stops him at that point and he leaves. And... And so Patron Saving Music says to James, like, tell me you don't think I did it. And he doesn't respond. I mean, bitch, you look nuts. Can we need to? Okay, this is another thing we need to figure out. How can we make sure that at least you and I know the other one isn't nuts? I know we need like a bagels and cream cheese of not being nuts, but like. Of not being nuts. Even if you're nuts, you don't think you're nuts. So you might say bagels and cream cheese. Right. But like you're still nuts right it's a, that's a it's a that's a I don't oh, whoop. That's but a also tough one. we we do also live in each other's brains we do so like maybe there maybe we don't even need it like I like I could be like listen I'm in her brain she's fucking nuts we need to get her to a doctor or listen right. I'm in her brain there's an invisible man stalking her right agreed yeah we're just gonna have to climb inside our brains yeah and get down to business problem solved Great. Glad we figured that out. Me too. Um, so patron to saving music is like, I mean, I guess it kind of is my fault. Like I brought him into her life. And James says, I shouldn't have left you alone. I failed you. Oh, James. I know. James. James. I love you. I love James. He's incredible. Marry okay. me, James. So... Cut to later and like a nurse or doctor or someone is like talking to her in her room and says that she is pregnant. Oh, God damn it. And they're like, didn't, didn't they tell you like when you got your blood test results done or whatever, you know? And she's like, no. And she's like, no, 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 that, that can't be right. And the doctor is like, I mean, it's pretty recent, like sometime in the last month or so. And now no, she just no, no, like, no, 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 she's going to have an invisible baby. And now she just <laughs> stares unwell. And no. it's just like the fucking like. No. <laughs> How did he get his invisible penis inside her without her knowing the bit, the benzo, the benzo. He drugged her Was Sydney in the bed. When did he do this? Ah! So now patron saint of music is pregnant with baby Jesus uh, and she's in like the catcher's catcher's catcher is, uh, is, 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 is what's the word for, um, uh, I'm benzoed catatonic. 
catatonic. Catatonic. That's the word. Oh, God. I can't. E- I'm so upset. She's benzoed and brain dead. Oh, God. Okay. She's benzoed and nutsoed. Crazy yeah. Brain benzoed. I'm so bummed out about this. Okay. So she's now in like probably the rec room or whatever, sitting at a table talking to lawyer brother. And basically she can't have money from the trust anymore because she's committed a crime and also oh, is insane. Fuck. So, right. Um, and she says to him, you know, I used to feel sorry for you. A relative of a narcissist sociopath. I mean, just like a permanent punching bag. But now I see what you really are. You're just the jellyfish version of him. Everything but the spine. Oh, damn! <laughs> Me tenderized. I, you just dropped all the mics. Bow, all bow, the bow. mics are just falling all <laughs> over the floor. Oh, my God. He leans in to her. And kind of starts whispering and says, well, there is one other option. And this can all go away. Agree to have the baby and go back to him. You really think he didn't know that you were using birth control? He replaced them. He was always going to find you. And he needs you because you don't need him. But now that you're the mother of his child, it's time to stop all this. You can have a new life with him, just like your old life. All of this goes away in one phone call. Question number eight. Piece of shit. What does she do? What do you do? (laughs) I'm in the lawyer's office. No, you're in like, you're still in the mental hospital. You're still like in, the in like hospital. the rec room or something. Okay. I'm like going to be like in like a couch basically. All right. I'm going to be like, give, give me a minute jellyfish. And then I'm going to call a doctor over and be like, do a fucking DNA test of this baby. Because this has been longer than a month, no? Like from the time well, that she when left- she describes it, she says it's hard to tell the exact timing, but probably in the last month or two, basically. Oh, but Shoot. she specifically well, then- says it's hard to tell. You know, it's hard to tell right. exact time, like exact day of con. Well, my plan isn't working then, because I was going to say all we have to do is test to see that the fucking. DNA, the father is Adrian while he was supposedly dead and then blah, blah, blah. But okay. But I saw like, where I was going with that. Yeah, yeah, I did. But I think technically it could be from when he was still alive, especially if he changed your birth control. Okay. So I'm going to agree to it secretly but then like he still is dead he was pronounced dead like there was an article in the paper from what I remember yes 
So, like, it would be big news if he was suddenly like, surprise, just kidding, world. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to agree. I'm going to go back to the house, like, all is well. But I'm going to go into that closet. We're doing this hand in hand, by the way. But I'm going to go into that closet. I'm going to put that motherfucking suit on. And I'm going to suit the fuck up. And then I'm going to kill him invisibly. And be like, well, you're already dead. So bye. See ya. Goodbye forever. And then probably have an abortion. I'll give a point for you. Thank you. Sure. Let's try it. Yeah. She fucking stares at him with all her fucking inside feelings and then throws all the papers at him, like pushes them off the table. Um, Mm. And she says, Adrian killed my sister and you helped him. Sure. And the brothers just kind of like kneels down and starts picking up the papers. And he's like, I don't need you to make a decision right now. Uh, Come back in three days. We'll be watching. And as he's like picking up all the papers, she kind of grabs um, a pen out of his um, briefcase. Okay. He leaves. Smart. Okay. And there's also on the, now he's left and there's like a paper on the table that, you know, says something, whatever for the room. And it has that little putty sticky stuff underneath it. That's like keeping it on there. Yeah. And so she grabs a little bit of like that little putty stuff. Okay. And then she just stares straight ahead at the empty couch in front of her. Oh man. Cut to now it's pouring rain. Like, the most pouring rain and all of the pouring rain. Okay. She's in her room and there's a nurse kind of checking everything, like looking under all the stuff, like being like, open your mouth, under your tongue, et cetera, et cetera. And they leave. And she now, so her room has like a shower in it basically. Um, okay. But it's all pretty open. Like it's just like one room that happens to have like this little thing where you can turn the shower on. So she okay. goes to the shower and then she reaches up inside and grabs the pen that she had hidden up there with the little putty. <coughs> Got it. Question number nine. What does she do? What do you do? Oh, my God. I have no idea. I can't figure out what she's trying to do with this pen and putty. Uh, this pen and this putty. What you gonna do with it? I don't know. I'll take, I'll take the zero. I'm not sure. No bells. She turns on the water and turns says, on the water. You won't get the baby and you won't get me. And then you won't she get the baby and you won't get me. Dabs her wrist and drags it down her arm. And then Okay. Nothing grabs her arm and stops her. And she says, There you are. Gotcha. And then she stabs at nothing and he starts flickering. Like, oh, okay, okay, okay. So he starts kind of flickering in and out of invisibility, but just like kind of parts of him. Okay. And she stabs again and again, like a fucking queen. Stabs forever. But he throws her onto the bed and then a guard sees through the window. So he comes in and. Adrian's kind of like flickering in and out. And so the guard grabs his, pulls out his taser, but 
Adrian like pushes the guard back, like nothing kind of still pushes him back. And then, um, like turns the taser onto the guard. So he tases himself. Okay. Tases himself. He passes out. Okay. So now patron standing music runs out of the room and starts running down the hallway. But at this point, two cop or two guards, um, come running from the other way and they grab her and start dragging her back down the hallway to her room. And she's like, he's right there. He's right there. Cause now he's kind of back to being invisible again. And then nothing knocks both the cops out. Fuck. And then he kind of has a little flicker, but then more guards come from like the other direction. They're both knocked out. One like now like pulls out a gun and she's like, he's right behind you. She's kind of like down the hall a little like, and she's like, he's right yeah. behind you. And he's like, who? And the guard kind of starts looking around. And then the gun like basically gets moved and turns and shoots the guard in his own knee. Fuck. Okay. But here's the thing. He's getting fucking sloppy because like now there's a whole ton of people that are like, hey, my hand moved to shoot myself in the knee. Exactly. I wasn't into that. Okay. And then the getting guard sloppy, gets bitch. Punched. And then two more guards come and they're like, what the fuck? Because there's all these fucking knocked out guards in the fucking hallway now. Right, so right. they're a little wary and they pull their guns and one gets knocked out. The other gets punched. And then the gun just floats in the air and holds it up right in front of the guy. And we just hear a voice say, bang. Uh... But he drops the gun and leaves. And we see at the end of the hall the kind of like fire exit stairwell door opens. And also like all of this is on camera. It's a medical hospital. Mm-hmm. Okay. Question number 10. What do you do? What does she do? So he left like the door bang. He open. went down the stairwell. Okay. So I'm immediately going to be like, Ex- anyone else see that? Uh, hey, guy that shot yourself in the leg. Did you see that? Who's the crazy one now, assholes? Let's go get that security camera tape and let's get this done. Somebody go get that dog in the house. (laughs) Together. Point for you. Great. She grabs a gun and follows. No, bitch, don't. That's wrong. Don't do that. So she goes into the stairwell and like shoots at nothing. No, and no, you're an idiot. And then the front door and she sees that opening. So she runs through there and it's like, you know, the people at the front desk, she like holds the gun at them and she's like, blah, blah, blah. And so she runs out after him into the pouring, 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 the most pouring rain. I mean, she's going to be able to see him in the rain. And now she shoots again at nothing and then is now like hiding in between cars I'm so lot. angry. This was so stupid. This was so stupid. <laughs> he literally tried to get you alone and then he got you alone. You literally had an entire hospital of witnesses that saw it and you're going to run away from the witnesses. You're an, an insane person. Go back to the hospital. So now we're moving through the cars with the guns. She's soaking wet and we start to see that guards are coming out of the building with flashlights and she's like looking around, looking under a car And she looks and sees that a van has, like, the back door open. And she kind of looks. There's nothing inside. Bam! A flicker comes and starts choking her and pushes her up against an ambulance. And he says, you think you're figuring out how to beat me? If you fight me, I won't hurt you. I'll hurt the ones you love. 
so you can blame yourself for that innocent girl's death. Oh. And she's like, no, please. And then we hear a guard be like, show me your hands. And then nothing shoots him. Because nothing, nothing shoots him. Nothing right. took the gun from, from Paige From Jane. her. Of yeah. music, yeah. And so now a flicker, he gets, he falls back and a flicker walks above him and kicks his gun away and then walks away. <gasps> okay. So now patron saint of music again follows. She grabs that other gun that was left there and mm-hmm. she sees like the gate to like the outside open. So she follows okay. through there and then down the street, a car starts and starts driving directly at her. So she at stands her. in the fucking street and shoots at it. Okay. It swerves but keeps driving, but it caused another car to swerve and hit a parked car. So that okay. car is stopped there. Okay. Question 11. What does she do? What do you do? I am going back to the hospital. Like, I'm not going to do this by myself. That's a bad idea. I'm going to go back to the hospital and I'm going to be like, I need help. I, there is an invisible man. One second. Let me explain. If you go to the security camera, you'll know that I'm not nuts. Let's all game plan together in a big giant group and try to figure this out. Uh, what does she do? She so the car kept driving but ran into another car. Did that stop the car? Yeah. Both cars? Okay, so she's going to go up to the car and she's going to just shoot into the car. No, his car kept driving. His car kept driving. That's what I was asking. Okay. I'm going to call James and I'm going to be like James, go drive to or like let's go to the house. How are you let's calling go get- James? Uh, fuck, I'm, then I'm going back to the hospital. We're all going back to the hospital because I need the phone. I need the people. I need everything at the hospital. Goodbye. We're both going to the hospital to get various forms of help. That's a half a point for you. Okay. Um, I think that will keep you alive physically, but probably mentally Dead. Uh, dead because Sydney would be killed. Right. And uh, but uh, you're a dead person. You would not be able to handle that. Right. But okay. All right. Um, okay. And like going, even though all this happened, like this going to the, to the hospital, they're immediately going to like lock you down. You know what I mean? Like it's going to take some time for people to be like, yes. And he's like an on his way man. to kill her. Yeah. I see. Okay. So, I'm giving you a half point for that. If that I, 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 yeah, I hear you. I just feel like she's like, not like, okay. She gets in to that other car, other car. Okay. She basically goes to it, has the gun, tells the guy to get the fuck out and drives off. And he was on the phone with someone and she's just like, he's fine. Goodbye. And then she calls James. And he's at work, but she's home alone. And so she's like, you need to get to the house right now. Okay. So now we're at the house. The back door opens. Nothing walks through the dark house. And we see Sydney asleep in bed. And she wakes up and looks around. 
sees nothing but feels concerned clearly mm-hmm. what does she do what do you do i'm gonna go to dad's room uh she hides in bed it involves like that thing something that we've talked about before in this movie uh giving you a hint what have we talked talked about with sydney does she does she try to reveal him by throwing a blanket on him is that your final answer for both of you no i went into dad's room zero points okay she grabs the pepper spray from her nightstand her pepper spray that's right okay and she sprays at nothing right in front of her and then nothing stumbles back and like starts knocking stuff off her dresser oh shit so then she screams and runs and she's like yanked back down onto the ground and now at this moment outside, James pulls up and he goes in gun drawn and she's being choked in the hallway. Oh, because James was at work. That's right. Fuck. My quarantine brain. Like, I'm just like, I feel like a fucking goldfish. <laughs> I'm literally like a goldfish trying to follow a story, but my memory only lasts three seconds. Oh, you okay. thought he was there. Yeah. No, he, she, he needs to I, get there. No, he needed to get there. No, you totally said that. I completely missed it. It's fine. I was confused. I was like, I think his room will be the same as her room. Basically, no. I I was just like, it's as soon as you said like he pulls up, I was like, he wasn't even fucking there. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> it's okay. So, um, I'm pr- I'm probably gonna give you that that one half point from Forever Ago it's, that I don't remember yeah, what it was. For. Yeah, it's <laughs> I I'm gonna need it. Poor little my poor little goldfish brain. It's okay, little goldfish. I'm gonna give you a little half point. Thank you. You know your little bit of food? I gotta Um, give you a little bit of half point food. (laughs) Good little goldfish. So he goes in, gun drawn. Fucking Sydney is on the floor in the hallway being choked. Fuck. And he's like, Sid. And then nothing knocks him over and knocks the gun out of his hand and then beats the fucking shit out of him. No. So Sydney's there like screaming. He gets punched like a whole bunch of times. Like literally nothing like picks him up by the tie and then like hits him until he passes out. Why is Adrian also like superhuman strength? Like what the fuck? That's fucking weird. I don't know if the invisible suit also makes you the strongest man alive. Because yeah, I'm going to tell you right now that James could kick this fucker's ass right like i'm just like that's you picked him up by the tie like are you also seven foot 12 well he was on the ground right sure yeah but i'm i just like that's it's you know no he just just lifted his head a little bit with the tie like come here boof um, 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 have some more goldfish food, please. Here you go. Little sprinkles, 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 sprinkles. I'm so hungry. Okay. Well, where where am I at this point? Okay, so he's knocked out, but this is like happening, right? He's getting punched. Sydney's um like at the end of the hallway screaming. Patron saint of music fucking comes in. Okay, 
What does she do? What do you do? It also involves something we've talked about in the movie before. We've talked about pans. We've talked about paint. We've talked about blankets. We've talked about pepper spray. Paint. I'm going to go back to this paint. Does she throw paint on him to reveal himself? Reveal yourself! (laughs) Uh... But he can, like, see her. Like, she'd have to, like, put up the ladder, crawl up the thing, open the thing, go get some paint. Oh, God. Uh, I'm so good. Like, I just want to, like, I just want to, like, go bananas. Like, I just want to, like, throw. Okay, I'm going to throw co- more coffee grounds at him. I just need to see him. I need to see him. I'm just going to throw lots of things at him to reveal his his position in the room that is what she does but with yeah what it's okay if if you want to do coffee grinds but i want to do coffee grounds okay both of you are doing that yes and then i'm gonna swim into my little goldfish castle and take a nap I'll give you half a point. I mean, I think they'll probably, you know, hit him. You'll see him for like a second and then they'll sprinkle and off then of him, move, I feel like. And then he'll move. I know. Need something a little more sticky. A little um, more sticky. I know. She, out of nowhere, just, we don't even see her enter the house. She actually just comes to the hallway with the fire extinguisher. The fire extinguisher. I was close when I said pans, and I was like, she starts throwing pans at him. Nope. What did she put the fire out with? A fire extinguisher. That's sticky. So Got it. She's like, yells to the other end of the hallway. She's like, Sydney, get down. And then she sprays into the hallway. So now he is like, yeah. parts of him have like the white on him. So then I'm she- ashamed. You need a new survival part. <laughs> Look, I, I, I love you. This hasn't been your best. No, I'm so sorry. Um, you have a goldfish for we, a part. You know, we've we've been out for a couple of weeks. There's mm-hmm. an intricate dumpster fire around us. We're we're, we're basically is. inside an intricate intricate in, in, <laughs> intricate intricate. I really I really couldn't figure it out. I was like, I don't understand where the where the letters are supposed to go. I saw you really short circuited. It was. <laughs> It's a short circuit. <laughs> intricate, 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 uh, <laughs> intricate dumpster fire. Oh, God. You're a teeny tiny oh, goldfish God. in an intricate dumpster fire. I really am. God. So she sprays the fire extinguisher, can see him now a little bit, you know, at least get, yeah. see where he is basically. And then she fucking shoots him. Bam, once, bam, twice, bam, bam, Bam. three times, bam, four times. Hey, I also shot him four times, but it's because I forgot each of the times that I shot him. Had to shoot again. Okay. (laughs) So. (laughs) Yeah, you were like, I just threw coffee grounds. I did just, I shoot? I don't I know. Just, I just did I shoot? I don't know. Coffee grounds and. um Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's the end. Yeah, that's it. I... No, at that point, I'm just like, you know what? 
I'm a fucking have your kid, man. Let's just go. <laughs> just go hang out with the dog. Just I goodbye. Let's go. So he gets all glitchy and like stumbles down the hallway and then falls down dead. Okay. Got it. And now the whole suit becomes revealed. Okay. Because it's been shot. So he has like four chest shots. Right. And so she pulls the the mask off his head. It's the lawyer brother. You fucking piece of shit. You jellyfish motherfucker. Mm. There's only room for one fish in this bowl, and it's me. (laughs) (laughs) So he's dead. Great. Goodbye. Cut to. But but now Adrian's still out there. Fuck. Cops at Adrian's house and they find him in like the basement behind like some wall that they had to like burst through. And he's like bound and tied up. Oh, okay. So now we're at the police station. So it's James, patron saint of music in Sydney. And. James is basically explaining, so Adrian was a victim of his brother just like you were. And Patron Saint of Music is like, no, that's not right. No, that's not right. She's like, Adrian did this to me. He's not yeah, the victim. Adrian. Yeah. And yeah. James is like, he was tied up in his basement. And she's like, he faked his own death. He can fake his own kidnapping. Of course. Of course. I'm with you. I am with you 100%. And he's like, okay, but I have Tom's body and that suit you know, in my house that you shot to pieces. So if it did work, it doesn't now. So basically the invisible suit doesn't work because it got shot. Right. But there's Um, another suit. And also she was like her, his brother was a sacrificial jellyfish. But he says, we have stories from the guards at the hospital, et cetera, et cetera. So this is like your best shot at getting your freedom back. Right. Right. And she says, no. No. No, it's not. It's Tom's body. But Adrian did everything before that. And he set his own brother up. Yes. And James is like, dude, I know how this works. Like, you don't understand. And she's like, you don't understand. Yeah. This is what he does. He makes me feel like I'm the crazy one. This is what he does. And he's doing it again. I'm with her. I'm with her 100%. And James is like, Okay. Okay, fine. But just keep it to yourself. (laughs) My favorite saying. Um, Keep it to yourself. Let me do my job and let me help you. Uh, Okay. This is really triggering some of my control issues. And she's like, as long as Adrian is around, you can't help me. Yeah, I I don't disagree. So cut to later. Um, Sydney and Patron Sydney Music are in bed and Sydney's asleep and she's just watching Sydney sleep and then she gets up in the dark and she calls someone and it's a man and he says, Cecilia, I'm so glad you called. Cut to Patron Sydney Music walking down the path outside of Adrian's house. Yep, 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 yep. I know where this bitch is going. Wearing a dress, looking pretty. Yep, she's ready to play ball. And now for the first real time, to be honest, we actually see him, like, standing there. Like, we kind of haven't, to be honest, like, the whole time. 
um, because it's all been just all over the place. Um, It's fucking Luke from Haunting of Hill House. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Oh, damn. Okay. Looking like a rich douchebag. Wow. I always found him pretty hot. Yeah. Less so in this. So he smiles and he's like, wow, you look amazing. You, I mean, you always look amazing. And she's like, I don't feel amazing. It's all a lie. This little manipulative asshole, like playing this sort of like <laughs> awkward. Oh, I. Ooh, <laughs> oh, just wait. Get on oh, your donkey. Get oh, here we go. go. Oh, man. So we go inside and there's a long dining room table set and it has a bunch of food on it. And like there's a place setting on like each end, basically. Right. And he's like. Um, I, I wanted to get takeout, but then I was obsessing over like what you would want in food. And he's like, uh, so, you know, okay, we have sushi, steak or pasta or you nothing at all. fucking manipulative little piece of fucking fish turd. You're not, you fucking little squiggly piece of fish turd. He's a real scrote monster. So uh. she says, I'll have steak. And we see now through the security camera, because remember, there's cameras all over the house. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. See them sitting down at the table. So her back is kind of to the camera, and then it's like full view of him and the table. Okay. And he sits down, and his hand is kind of like shaking, and he's like, he's like, you're the only person in the world who gets to see my handshake, because I need you. And I, I know I didn't treat you the way you should have been treated, but I've learned my lesson and I would burn everything I own just to prove that to you. Great. Why don't you burn your own dick, motherfucker? And she says, okay, if you want to be part of this child's life, let's start with honesty, which means I need you to admit everything you did. You, not your brother what you did and he's like kind of upset like he's like I love my brother I thought that he loved me too but Tom controlled me <laughs> you and you she says, fucking just let me tell the story sorry <laughs> so she says tell me the truth I need to know that I'm not crazy and and we can and because we can't start this again with with a lie and he's like, it wasn't me. I swear it. And she's like, just tell me the truth. And he's like, I am. And she's like, stop. I need you to do this for me. Cut to James in a car outside listening to it. Mm-hmm. She's wearing a wire. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And Adrian says, I'm telling you the truth. And now Patriot Music starts crying. And so... She's sitting at the table and he goes and like kneels down in front of her. And he says, I know you feel like you're going insane sometimes. I'm the only one who can help you. Remember, because I know you better than anyone else in the world. And he like looks at her and he says, and that shouldn't come as a surprise. 
Oh, you fucking gaslighting piece of shit. <laughs> Question 14. What does she do? What do you do? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, this is, I'm so like, <laughs> I just my rage is like mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I <laughs> want to I okay this is what I'm gonna do I don't think this is the smartest thing to do but I have to I am going to just Go full blown like Jean Grey and X Men, like just flail and punch and scream and stab and just be like James, like get it, like get in here, like we're killing this. Mo-. Like I'm gonna go fucking banana boats on this dude. That's probably not the smartest thing. It's probably gonna end in my demise. Uh, <laughs> I'll take it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go out with a smile on my face. So in that way, I'll still be alive. Um, I think she goes along with it. Like I think she goes like is just like, oh, thank you for being honest with me or whatever. Because I'm going to wait till he goes to sleep, and then I'm gonna put, and then she's gonna put that fucking suit on, and she's gonna kill him invisibly. Oh, you gave me a point for going rage monster on him. That's I did very nice. because technically you would stay alive. And yeah, you'd go to jail. Well, I oh, I'd but be fine like, with that. You, I'd be fine. Be with physically that. alive and mentally alive. To be honest, yeah. So like, I almost feel like jail would like be. I'd be like cool. Yeah, great. Like, tech. Maybe not this. Like, yeah. There's maybe smarter ways to go about it. But like, if the game is, are you alive? Yeah. Yeah. Great. Point for you. Thank you. So she stares at him and she's like been crying and she's kind of like shaking. And she says, I should go clean myself up. So she walks to the bathroom and like cleans her face and takes some deep breaths. And now we see Adrian is back in his seat, just sitting at the table waiting. Okay. And then... Nothing holds his left arm down and then lifts his right hand with the steak knife in it to his throat and slits his own throat. Yay! And it's all on the security camera. Yes, queen! So he falls to the ground and now Painter Standing Music walks back in on the security camera and screams. And runs to him and calls 911. And she's like, please help me. I don't know. He tried to kill himself. Hurry, help me. And James now hears this and fucking runs out of the car. And she's like, hurry, hurry, hurry. And she gives the address. And then she starts taking a couple steps. like, And um, Adrian's kind of like, blur, 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 like still alive kind of thing. Blurbling. You know? but yeah, like, yeah. Blurbling. And yeah. she takes a couple steps backwards away from him and she's Uh like please hurry and then at the point where we can't see her in the security camera anymore she hangs up the phone her face drops 
and she kneels down in front of him and plainly looks at him dying and says, surprise, surprise. Ah, yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Meat tenderized victory. She fucking meat tenderized his ball sack. That's amazing. And he dies. Good. Goodbye. And we see the security camera like you can't see her at all. Right. So now James is like running down the walkway towards the house of like the compound outside. And Painter Saint of Music is leaving the house. She's like in her jacket. She has a big bag with her. And she has fucking Zeus the dog on a leash. Leaving. Yay! And James is like freaking out. And Painter Saint of Music is totally calm. And she's like, I'm okay. I'm okay. She's like, look at me. He killed himself. He cut his own throat. The security camera footage. There's security camera footage of it. And he just stares at her. And then he looks down and sees like in her bag, there's little twitchy camera fucking things on a black something in there. Yeah. And he says, you never did want to get him admitting anything on tape, did you? And she says, of course I did. I just didn't know he was that unstable. You heard it though, right? What did it sound like to you? And he stares at her. And he says, sounded a lot like he killed himself. Ha ha. So she also picks steak on purpose. Yep. Smart. She walks away up the steps, stops, and takes a deep breath. The end. Nice work. Slow clap. Nice work. Indeed. Nice work. Slow clap to you. Slow clap to Elizabeth Moss. Slow clap to Hot James. Not so slow of a clap for my goldfish. But (laughs) yeah, I love that. I didn't totally get it um, until I was taking notes. But the moment that she decides to go clean her face is when he's sitting there talking to her and he's like, and that shouldn't come as a surprise. Like, right. that's the last word he says to her. And I was like, yes. <gasps> yeah. 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 Um, I will be honest, like in the movie, it was like a little like I wasn't totally sure until I thought back about it. I was like, no, because like just from the beginning when he like broke the fucking window, like clearly he was, you know what I mean? But it was like a little yeah. like, was this just like her being a fucking like sociopath killing him kind of thing you know what I mean but um yeah telling it back to you like I could tell that it was gonna be like no not for that. sure but in the movie I was like a little at first I was like wait and then I had to like think about it because they don't like hit you over the head with it at all no and also like that's such an insidious like thing that sociopaths and abusers do is like yep. uh I I even saw a tweet about it that was like, hey, all y'all that are like getting all mushy faced because some cops are kneeling with us. This is the same as like an abuser who comes out and gives you a big bouquet of flowers in front of all your friends. So you look like the fucking asshole. Exactly. So like he probably knew she had a wire. I bet he knew she had a wire. And so he was like, everything that I say is going to be 
really demure, really awkward, so that she looks like a nut job. What he didn't know is that she had the other suit. Exactly. So, um, yeah, and that just the whole thing of like believing women. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And people not. Yeah. And making them feel crazy was... and gaslighting like crazy. I mean, just oof. Yeah, that was the in the this should have been called the gaslighting man for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There. Uh, so why don't you total up my <laughs> four points? <laughs> my one, two, three, four points. Hi, Sammies. So we heard a rumor that you're not signed up for our awesome Patreon yet. What? Where are you getting your bone con then? It's cool. It's fine. You can still subscribe. Just hit the link in the show notes or search for us on Patreon. We're right there. We've got all kinds of bone con. That's bonus content. We've got mini-sodes, post-mortems, and Q&As, all live streams, polls, prizes, merch, and just a general smorgasbord of KK Sam. So join us. Or else. Okay. Um, I'm so sorry. Uh, uh, you're dead or alive, which is usually where you shine. Yeah. You got two out of five. Yeah. Yeah. This was not my day. You were, this was you not were my day. brain today. It's, it's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. The questions out of 28, you got 13 and a half. Ooh. So out of 33 points, you got 15 and a half. Oh my God. Wow. All right. Well. You know, I got there in the end. Yeah. You did get the end part. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to... Coffee grounds. She throws <laughs> coffee grounds. Pans. Hits a but First pans. <laughs> I just want that to be your weapon from now on. Just coffee, coffee grounds. Coffee grounds. Coffee grounds. <laughs> I like have like a little satchel on my belt and I'm just like, coffee grounds. I feel like I maybe would have even accepted wet coffee grounds i know like to, honestly like, to sploosh on him at least yeah just to stick a little bit yeah no i'm <laughs> he literally just stands there and like lets them bounce off and then just moves, moves. one foot yeah. to the right <laughs> well i'm out of coffee grounds guess so <laughs> you just have to like throw them with your gun arm raised at the same right? time so you yeah can be like, <laughs> it was not my best plan <laughs> it's, um, you know this was very fun to do our thing again i'm glad that yeah we i love you so back. much i love you uh oh my Somebody why is your loud. traffic outside like so fucking aggressive it's always like that gosh yeah. you should hear it with the door open god damn so um if you would, please follow us on social media at KK Sam Podcast. Um, we still have an awesome Patreon where we do postmortems mm-hmm. and talk about the movies afterwards and then um, do Q&As and you get to vote on stuff. And we also have... Yeah, there's really fun merch. We also have a brand new phone number that you can call. Oh, yes. Oh, we keep forgetting and, to talk about this. Yeah. And please call it now, though. Yeah, like right now. Like you're listening right <laughs> now. Like, like turn off the podcast, call us. Oh, what's the number? It's Do you know the number? On our, um, I'll keep it's talking. It's going to be on our Instagram. So yeah. you can go there at KK Sam Podcast. Um, there'll be like a link, but also 
It is 323-451-5494. And I'll put it in the show notes too. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say who leaves the message, but it's someone you've met before and it's not me or Kim. Oh, I forgot that that was the message. The little greeting on the message. So that's a fun little surprise for all y'all. But call us and tell us like your favorite uh, episode or uh, uh, something that made you laugh really hard and spit out your coffee and, you know, just anything like that. And you may or may not be possibly featured in an upcoming episode. Can we just say, so basically why you need to do it soon and now is because for our hundredth episode, we would love to include some of those. Um, so please call and leave like any of like your, anything we could like clip out of like a favorite moment or just something you love, whatever. Yeah. Um, You don't have to leave your name unless you want to like, you know, but, um, we would love to be able to use them on an episode coming up very yeah. fucking soon. So fucking soon. So basically leave your message today. Yeah. Today is your uh, deadline. And at least we, this week. Yeah. And we love you so much. So much. Uh, stay safe. Stay home. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Black Lives Matter. Uh, keep trying to put out the intricate dumpster fire women all that shit we have a lot of work to do a bad person you get fired yeah the end yeah so uh this has been kim and kat stay alive maybe so until next week stay the stay alive goodbye Ghosted me. I'm done. done. <laughs>